discussion that we're having here trying to figure out if uh, Mark Wahlberg fingered Reese Witherspoon on a roller coaster or a Ferris wheel in fear the line of thinking is is that if it was a roller coaster the thrills and chills might have ripped her clean open yeah it's been a long time since I've seen it I think it's a roller coaster what do you think Justin I think it's a roller coaster okay so he's fingering her on a roller coaster which adds a level of difficulty and risk. Right. Um, it's actually easier, though, because if it's on a roller coaster, she's strapped in, so she's not really going to give you much grief if you're going to try to do the old slip slip. She's strapped out. Yeah, you're going to give the old slip slip in. It's a lot easier to jackhammer that thing, too, because up, down, around, upside down. Right. Well, I, I mean, you're it, the way you guys are saying, you're trying to give him stud points, but, I mean, it sounds like the motion of the roller coaster is doing the work for him. Am I wrong? He's not. He didn't have much. Have to have much. Maybe that's why he got on the roller coaster, because he knew he didn't have any skills in the finger department, and the roller coaster got his back. You know what I'm saying? If top, top five fingering sequence, though. Oh no! Well, the, but it's just a straight ripoff from Living Daylights, because Timothy Dalton fingers uh, Mayim Diabo in a Ferris wheel as well. Really? Yeah. Fingers the shit out of. Oh yeah, right into it. Wait a minute, Bond is in a Ferris wheel in that movie? Yeah, yeah Living Daylights. Dude, that's the old. That's, Ferris the, that's the part you brought up. He went to not the music fingering park? her. Well, Bond, he was, he was, yeah, was going to meet his contact there. Yeah. And the, his contact was late, so he figured he'd take her up in the Ferris wheel. This is a joke? See what's going on. No, it's not my, a joke. My, that's, a, that's not even top five for me. So fear ripped it off. My favorite, uh, to, let's go, that's let's count down our, our top what's five. With I, don't you? Have a, I don't know if I have any. What this is the right? Chud Podcast top five fingering sequences. I'll go with number five. Number five, my, my fifth favorite fingering sequence in motion picture history. Yeah. AI. Okay. Um, it's. I forgot who plays the the parents of Haley Joel Osment. It's uh it's the girl that Francis girl, something Francis O'Connor. Francis O'Connor. And then the guy is it's not Tony Goldwyn, is it? No. He fingers the shit out of her while Haley Joel watches. If you remember in the oh, in the first few I don't minutes, remember is that when his? Uh, is that when his, it's, uh, it's not even. It doesn't even move the plot along. That sounds like a Kubrick influence. A, Ku- a Kubrick carryover. Isn't that when his face melts? He's, he's, down. All, he's all over her Kubrick bone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, his face melts in that, but I think if his face melts from eating spinach, from eating spinach, if you know what I'm saying, yeah. am I right? <laughs> Steve, what's your what's the fourth best it's fingering sequence in motion that picture is, history? Is wrong. Oh, it's easy. It's old Gringo. Really? When Greg Peck, Greg Peck, Greg Peck got into the old Fonda. He, he wanted to see what you know, because let's see, old Gringo would have been about 91. And when did um, Baby Got Back come out? Because he's talking about <laughs> little junkin. Fonda's Honda, right. and so you know, Greg Peck got really excited about that. I thought Old Gringo was a period piece, which meant oh he couldn't finger her. Well, you still can. No. Justin, third best fingering sequence. <sighs> no way, actually he's number two because I had no. Had I, I'm counting backwards. Right. Five wins right, AI. So. 
four was old gringo. I see. Three is. I mean, Armageddon when he um, remember he has he's they're out having that picnic and he's he's doing the um animal crackers animal crackers on her belly or whatever. Yeah, I think we know what that means, right? I mean, it, cu- it cuts away before he gets to the other animal, the zookeeper, the knuckle crackers. You know what I'm saying? He's like the zookeeper's coming. I guess. This is a bad subject for me. I don't pay attention to these kind of scenes. You don't like fingering? I'm not a big fan of like, yeah. I'm, I'm not. A, I don't watch it. I don't watch movies for that. <laughs> There's no other reason. Okay, well, down to number two, in the special edition of the first Star Wars movie, in the cantina sequence, in the booth, <laughs> it's just it's just that guy in the astronaut gear. Yes. Fingering himself. Okay. But I mean that's. It's, it counts. I mean, he, he's. You see him open up the little hatch. He's working it. I don't recall that. His lower half was CGI, but it's fucking sweet. What, you was, know, his that name? what was his name? Because he had a pretty uh, rem- memorable Steve, name. Yeah, it's, it's something like Bendak. It, it isn't Bendak, but it's something like that. And he's Bend it like Beckham. Is he, is he serious? Is he dumb? No, I am. I, I used to know the name. I have to say. <laughs> I did. His name was Bendak. No, 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 no. It it isn't Bendak. It's something like Bendak. Yeah. It's something like that. Because Bendak, as we you're basically combining two characters' names from Star Wars. No, Ben and Dak. Well, as we know, Bendak is from Knights of the Old Republic. As we know, (laughs) as we all know. So the character isn't that. It's it's you know. By the end of the show, I'll have the name from memory. Yeah. Not don't no no phones. Um, And then the best fingering sequence of all time. Steve. Oh, I have to do that? Oh, it's, it's Jaws. Really? Yes, Jaws. When they're sitting, all three of them are fingering each other. <laughs> comparing scars. And yeah. Compa- it, comparing got, holes. Yeah, it escalates. It escalates. I'm glad that, I mean, it's amazing. It's amazing that those three actors were, were able to continue working together after And that. method of all things. Yeah. Shaw passed away shortly thereafter. <laughs> he did. <laughs> did he? Rupture. Yeah, Robert Shaw. I know he died, but when did he die quickly after Jaws? He died before, I'd say, before like 1982. Really? And, and so, originally that movie was called Shaws, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they decided the shark was more important at the... I guess. I, yeah. I disagree. <laughs> so, here we are, ladies and gentlemen, with the Jaws just celebrated his, podcast. his 38th birthday, by the way. Okay. 38th. Is it 38? No, it can't be. Yeah, it can be, because it's 76, yeah. So uh, I'm Nick, this is Steve, that's Justin, we're back, hey. and uh, James a lot of enthusiasm. Wait a minute, you tell me that Living Daylights didn't make this list? No, we, we, we Fear, there's three God. movies that can't be on the list. We gotta Fear, restart this list. Fear, Living Daylights, and Freddy Got Fingered. None of those three movies can be <laughs> used. Because they actually, stuff actually happened in those films. Fingering actually happened? Steve, was Fingering Dan, which Star Wars movie was he in? <laughs> fingering Dan was the modal nodes. <laughs> He was in the cantina. Scrotal pokes. Okay, so we, uh, we're we here. We, we've tried to be uh, very consistent for you. Uh, a few of you seem to like this, so here we go. We're back. Who? Last Chud podcast of all time. Till next <laughs> one. We are on the, uh, on the Sunday that um, <sighs> Monsters University won over World War Z, but both had fantastic weekends. Superman is still, he dropped, what, a 60-something percent, but he's still out there. I mean, did it drop Did it drop a worrying, a worrying amount, or did it do pretty well? It's over 200 already, so it's gravy. The movie's a hit. The movie's a hit, and, and it's a, with the long-running time, I think they're, they're, they're doing yeah, quite well. That's a great thing. 
Yeah, so we need. We need they're gonna. They greenlit. Greenlight the sequel to that already? Are they they got more up up in the pipes or? I think I'm sure they do. Oh, wait, he fingers are in the Henry next one? Cavill. Henry Cavill. Yeah, Cavill. Cavill. I think it's Cavy. Is it Cavill? I don't think it's Cavill. Is it not? I think it I is. Think it's Henry Cavill. I don't know. Henry Cavill. Cavizel. I'm usually wrong about that. Yeah, yeah, Jim Cavizel today. Well, how do the Brits? He's a British guy, so they they, they get all eloquent. He's in the Tudors, which I used to watch a little bit of. My Tudor. Good movie. Karen Kay. Was, she uh, gets fingered in that one. She gets fucking fingered. Yeah. <laughs> she really does. Is she really? Isn't that with Pat Dempsey? That that, that was like, the, like, you know how like Armageddon no. and Deep Impact came out close together? Yeah. My Tutor and Private Lessons came out close together. So which together one was Patrick Dempsey in? I don't think he was in either of those. I thought he was in My Tutor. He was in a, a, a movie where he played like a, a pizza delivery guy that kept getting laid all the time. Can't buy, he was in Can't Buy Me Love. Yeah, that's not it. I can't remember the Patrick Dempsey getting laid movie. Wasn't he in Meatballs 3? Was he? I see the alien. No, it th- seems like he was in one of those kind of films. He's in mobsters. Sylvia Christel was in Private Lessons, right? Ah, uh, sure. yes. Well, and she got Andrew, fingered a lot. And that. then there was Class, also Class, class. with Rob Lowe, and uh, that's the Patrick Andrew Dempsey McCarthy. One. Andrew, that's right, Andrew McCarthy. And is every Andrew? everybody should have a getting laid movie. Who was the what one? was the Don Rickles getting laid movie? Uh, Casino. Yeah, getting laid out. Getting laid down. He got yeah. He got beat up, but he he did pretty well in that movie. He did all right. He didn't die in that movie. I don't no, want to say, say dirty work. Joe Pesci. He, he steals the show. Yeah. Joe Pesci didn't die in Casino. <laughs> I think that, but they did live that. They left that scene open ended, right? Where the, the two brothers you, were open ended. You weren't sure point. if he died or not, right? It yeah. was kind of they cut away. Yeah, that's like my third favorite baseball movie, Casino. <laughs> Fucking. Um, yeah, but think about that. We had class, we had private lessons, and we had um, my tutor in like a very short period of time. I know. That's like uh, that's people. That's like young people fucking teachers, well, that was which now huge, is frowned upon. That's like a you, huge, the news, was, you go to the news, and it's some fucking hero is is sent to jail for giving a kid their first power. It's, power it's frowned upon, and some people spill upon it. Yeah, it's like if I had a hot teacher, and I was the you know thirteen, fourteen year old kid, I'm I'm in it. That didn't happen though. I, well, not a woman teacher, but it just didn't didn't happen. I, they didn't they didn't look at you like that. Oh, they didn't even look at you as like a learner. Yeah, it's true. Let alone a a sexual compadre. I know, but tell me, I mean, that's isn't that like the ultimate dream? What? I like mean, have a, a, a have teacher a take time. advantage of a youth? Have a, no, take it? No, not take advantage. Grant them access to the fucking golden land. Know. What if your teacher is Radon Chong from the principal? All over it. It seems to fuck these kids up, so I don't know if it's such a good thing. That's not true. We the, it's the, true. the jury isn't out. You know, if we have to compile a new list, she could be on the list for almost fingered. And she, quest for fire? No, no, she was definitely there by a couple of cave people. But the principal, because she was attacked, but she, she was wasn't. Almost, a, was she opposable fingered? No, she. <laughs> she was almost accused. Who is this? Radon right. Chong and the principal. Okay. A great film. I love it. I don't know, but it's a ton of fun. Jim Belushi getting angry. It is so much fun. That speech he delivers to the to the class is incredible. What are you talking he told, about? He sends them and tells everybody to pretty much go, go fuck themselves. Okay, what movie? The Principal. What is the German Shepherd doing all of this? The what? What K-9? is the German Shepherd doing? Oh. K-9, right? And they made a couple of sequels. The Widowmaker. Is it called K nine? K nine, the Widowmaker. Yeah. Didn't they do the a sequel to K nine too? Yep. So that movie. K nine one one. Did K nine exist? 
Because Turner and Hooch? Is that why it exists? They came out. I think they were competing dog yeah. flicks. But did, it came out after. So did they see? look at the success of Turner Canine and Hooch? Canine is better than Turner and Hooch. It is better. There's it no way. Absolutely is. Turner and Hooch no is. How many Turner and Hooches are there? None. How many Canines are there? Like six. <laughs> canine is so great. I'm surprised they didn't team Airbud up with Canine. I think Turner and Hooch is much better than Canine. Turner and Hooch is awful. I, that was at the, when I worked at the movie theater. That movie That's, was. You're saying it's awful because of the bummer ending. No, it's awful because I'm so the, the fucking drool sequence. It's amazing. I don't need to see a disgusting dog spit come everywhere. <laughs> Mayor Winningham, <laughs> fucking ugliest woman in town. You need to agree to Canine. Is if great. if Mayor Winningham was the teacher trying to sex me, you're right. I would be fucked give up. Give me for life. give me the love interest in Canine, and then I can decide from there. Who's She's the a brunette. Was it? It was a brunette girl. But was it? What's it? The girl who ended up going onto TV, the uh, Melina Kekarades. Was it her? Canine. Mm, mm, she's pretty cute. She is good. Cause she, what else was she in? That she was in uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Melina Kekarades. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Greek. And she was in. Was she in Heat. That, that's Amy Brenneman. Yeah, she wasn't in Heat. Don't don't got, get those bitches. Can mixed. I look at go Canine so we can get the love interest? The Widowmaker. Do you think the dog from Canine's still kicking? Catherine Bigelow directed that, right? <laughs> Canine with, with, uh, oh god, that's a that's a good cast. Jim Belushi, Mel Harris, Kevin, Mel Harris is the woman. Kevin Ty, how do you say his name? Kevin Tiggy, and then uh, Ed O'Neill as Brannigan. Mel Harris. Oh, who is she from Thirty Something? Yeah, she's the name of that character from yeah. the Cantina. It's, it's so funny when we me. talk about these references because we are getting me. old, and you and I remember like these older movies. Like we're talking about Private Class, Class, and Private Lessons, and those are movies that I, maybe the youth don't. Yeah, know. but tell me you weren't fucking watching Cinemax or HBO. Of course. Oh my god. Yeah, it was glory days, like hot dog the movie. Oh my god! I was god, taping. I, I was that. taping VHS taping scrambled porn. I don't. I don't know. And the, the legend. Of, the legend of Billie Jean with scrambled Helen. porn. Oh. You can never see anything. You can only hear possible, like hear like people leading up to sex, and then you hear like sex sounds. You know what? There's no image. I, that's all I had. I needed it. Actually, did Helen Slater get fingered in Supergirl? She might have gotten. F- Fingered in the secret of my you success. Can't. You can't. She's got. There's no way. She's no way in Supergirl. Legend of Billie Jean. She definitely got fingered by Kristen Slater, who is not related. Yes. They're not related. Supergirl, which by the is way. fine. That's why he can put two fingers in it. Who is the love interest in Supergirl? <laughs> Mel Harris. Mark. Mark McClure. Yeah. Why do I know that? Supergirl is a very know. strange film. Did. Did. Uh, how, how? Where were our parents when we were watching Private Lessons and jacking everywhere? I never, I never toured the, the private lessons. No, no way. One movie I did like when Condor I, Man. I like the naked, the nakedness <laughs> and uh, the nakedness and Return of the Living Dead. That was a. It wasn't real me. nakedness. She was wearing a merkin. <sighs> so fucked up. But it was really, really real breath. Why right? was she wearing that? Linea Quigley resulted in Billy shooting Squiggly. No, I just was excited. But why it. was she? Why did she have to wear the, the the lower garments? I don't know. Well, she's probably embarrassed. <laughs> really. Yeah. She wasn't embarrassed in sleazeball Arama. Wait. She's like, I am working for Mr. Dan O'Bannon. I cannot yeah. take off my jammies. It's a great film, though. It's a, still a great movie. Yeah. Because of James Karen and Tom Matthews. The whole thing is great. Everybody's good in that movie. The Tar Man's great. Yep. You don't think so? I agree. I love it. Yeah, I, I like uh, You know I, what, though? The, every sequel to that movie ruined it for me. Even the I first know. one. The first sequel? Yeah. I mean, was, the, the first sequel was the worst. Because it was, it actually it was, had a little bit of money, and it was dog vent. But then uh, this, the other one with uh, 
Awful. Mindy, what's her face? She still works. She was pretty good. Mindy. She's pretty cute. She's she's on TV a lot. The older lady? She I like that actress. The yeah, Mindy. Comedian? Not Mindy Cohn. Uh, Mindy. Um, I don't know. If, Mindy Clark? Melinda Clark? Melinda Clark. So she was like kind of the, the babe zombie in the third sequel to that movie. Or the second sequel to that movie. And uh, she's on TV still a lot. She's, her name was. Uh, she had a name. It was Angela. What in the the zombie? Wasn't, wasn't Angela's back or something? But like that, that was the big. That was how. It's a bad movie, but the, that was how they got a lot of press was because she's so beautiful and they and they really did her up for that film. Okay, but I but think we'll, on, like, let's she, get back to the root of. Oh, I remembered the name of the spacesuit wearing character from the canteen. Okay, Boshek. Yeah, you're right. Because remember, they found his. We were playing a fucking. Yeah, <laughs> Boshek. Boshek. Yes. So you're close because you said what. Dak, uh, something Dak. Oh, Bo yeah. Dak? I said Ben Dak. Ben Dak, ben Dak yeah. yeah. Bo Sheck. Now, what was his story? He's that guy that was in The Thing That You Do, and then he was in the Lake Placid sequel. <laughs> oh, that's Jonathan Sheck. <laughs> is his dad? Maybe. Bo Sheck? I don't remember the backstory. It seems like he was a smuggler like Han Solo. Smuggler's blues. He was not Corellia. He was something else. But you, How do you know? You really I, dug you in. You don't need to know this. You dug into the any you side speaking, You dug in watching Return of the Living Dead, and I dug in <laughs> watching Private Lessons. That's for sure. That makes me a little bit more stable. You know what else was good, you know what else was good for uh, was uh, Ronnie Dangerfield's movie. Easy Money? Oh, there's naked in that. Well, where did Porky's fall into all this? And what era was I, I know Porky's like 82. Porky's was or, 1981. I think. And all this is the same time. Bob Clark. 81, 82. But Steve, let's talk a little bit about how... Why That's my favorite glory hole sequence. What's, what's the top five glory <laughs> hole sequences? Nick, Steve, Steve, why did you dig so hard into the side characters of Star Wars? Did you? Is it because you read the novels and they went into more detail, or did you really seek it out? I, like, all who of, is that all of the above, actually. If that's in your fucking browser history, I fucking pity you. Who Who is the one... Like, who, What's the trail that, that you then. went down? The one character that you went... This. Is he followed the breadcrumb. He followed the breadcrumbs of failure. What is the most fascinating backwards. side character of of the Star Wars universe that got no little to no airtime? It's very simple, and I if I tell you this, yes, you're going to freak because this will ruin wait. all credibility that I, I will wanna, ever I, have I I, in the future. Makes me so happy. <laughs> so everybody knows Wyosley. Is Wyosley's the character who they they know. bought the Land Cruiser from? Who wrote a song about him? <laughs> Wyosley. Yeah, the second greatest group of all time wrote a song about it. Okay. Yeah, Wyosley. So the scene where Luke and... I'll, you know what? I'll play Wyosley at the end of this podcast. You should do yeah, that. Well. So the, the scene... You should play this in the background. I'm Terry. Okay, yeah, let's this. do it. Here we go. So, okay, wait. Three, two, Wyosley. So in the scene where Luke and Ben are, bu- are buying their Land Cruiser from Wyosley, there is a woman in the background who is wearing... Jedi robes. Actually, she's, she's simply wearing moisture farmer robes, but in later films, they had to wear Jedi robes. Her name is... The <laughs> Her name is the prophetess. She was a prophetess of the Force. So what does that mean? She was a Jedi in hiding, a, a high priestess of the Jedi who was in hiding. You only see her for three seconds in the film. In the first original. Obviously. In the original one. And so did that, is that one of those things that people were like, holy shit, who is that? And it's like sent off the ramp of speculation, or was that something that you... No, no, no. This is, no, no. This is something that someone else had. Okay. It was in it. In fact, it's part of the uh, trading cards that I used. Th- was this what you were hauling dick to? Are we still talking about masturbating? <laughs> I think we are. <laughs> did she... Did she... Uh, did she uh, show up anywhere else? No. It's, it's literally <laughs> in three seconds. 
But then, is there a whole like Wikipedia? No, there is. There's nothing. I don't think. I don't know. How did you find out? How did you know the proper? She was in a trading card game. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) (laughs) From 1994, she was in a. She never showed up again. No. Let's speculate what happened to her. Steve is the reason they made that Tuskegee Airmen movie. First of all, first of all, finance that shit. Finally. First of all, you had to speculate what happened. Like you. No, yeah, I didn't. Here's like, when I was a kid, and I think we talked about this on the podcast. I had the Millennium Falcon, and there was a in the Millennium Falcon. There's a um, you have the body of it where everybody hangs out and does all <laughs> stuff. They all hang out, and then you have the right. Then you have the cockpit where everybody, you know, the, whoever to, Chewie drives or whatever flies it. <laughs> but in between the body of the ship and the cockpit, there is a long corridor that's blocked off by plastic. And I try to unscrew that shit because I was like, why is this blocked? That's off? That's a huge failure. Yeah. They yeah. Structural to, design. Because they could walk down this and get, and that's why did they block it up? And that's kind of what you're doing with the prophetess is you're trying to unblock maybe like. No, I wasn't. Uh, it, the fact that I remember that, and there's so much that I fr- I've forgotten in my life, but I remember that the prophetess. It frightens me. It that was really me. in the movie. Yes. Well, no. I mean, you just see her. It's just some lady in moisture farmer robes in the background, and then 1994 when they released the trading cards, the original trading card set, they made up a backstory for every single character which is how I know Boshek and everybody in the cantina got names and all and then after that they came up with the tales from the cantina written by or edited by Kevin J. Anderson our and friend that, and that's a and that's not a big, my friend hate him tales from the cantina is a huge it was like a huge tidal wave in the Star Wars universe tidal for, wave yeah, yeah. ripples the other, they, they, they got pretty uncreative with some of those names though I mean like Teddy Teddy Carlisle <laughs> <laughs> Richard Death Star yeah <laughs> Ran, ran out of ideas on Smoke that screen one. Reynolds. That's fucking dumb. <laughs> Mike Smith. Yeah, I mean, this is fucking... <laughs> Jedi Mike Smith. Remember yeah. him? Yeah, he was a manager at Lowe's when I used to work there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, some of the Jedi names, like, they, they, they had some great names. Darth Jellybean. They just, they decided, they, they did give up whenever you start really digging in. They did give yeah. up. Yeah, they did. And now I think I'm going to give up because you brought all this to the forefront. Justin, you were jerking off. Watching pair? Watching Return Living Dead? That was your movie? Was I was I tearing it up? No, I was excited there was nakedness. She's on there. a grave dancing. It is a great scene. Does that matter? She's naked. You you had to I reached, I recently rewatched Life Force. Oh. Speaking that, of Forever Naked. That yeah. now that movie That is glorious. And how how Because she is a beautiful woman, yeah. right? So I never saw that. She's movie. still pretty. Yeah, well, she's, she's not she's that old. Her, she's in her, She's not young. I don't think she's fifty though. She is definitely over fifty. You think so? Absolutely. I don't think she's fifty. I think she's got to be in her sixties by now. She's old as fuck. I look her up. What's her name? Her name is. Uh, I got. It. I, I know it. It's. She's not. I, don't, I think she was in that movie when she was uh, really pretty young. Yeah, but not Life Force was eighty-one or two. Yeah, she can't. She has to be fifty, right? I've got. The, I've got the disc right here, motherfucker. I'll look it up. Got it. Can I borrow it tonight? Nope. And every night. Introducing Matilda May. Does she have Does she have a sex scene in it? She gets fucked all up and down by Steve Wales back. And then, but she's an alien. Yeah, of course. So she, she does destroys. She spe- does she she's species a space out? vampire. She, does she species out? She what? She, she, I'm not fucking kidding. You. She's born 65. She is not 50. She doesn't look good for her age then. Really? 1965. God damn. She does look good. She looks like actually. She looks like Melinda Clark a little bit. Fuck Melinda Clark. So actually, I thought at one point when I first saw Life Force, it was Marina Sirtis. Ugh, awful. Steve is gonna blow your mind. Her first role, Steve. Her first role, Marina Sirtis. Mat- Matilda May. First role, 
the prophetess. Oh, okay. That explains what? a lot. She was not wearing moisture farmer robes, <laughs> after all. She's been. She's still acting, M- Matilda May. Sixty-five. Man, she's not that much older than us. No, that's what's scary. You could have been her boyfriend. Oh, she's a lot older. Played your cards right. It's not too late. Could have played your cards right, bro. Well, when are we gonna start the podcast, guys? So, a few of us are um, really excited about um, remaking a famous 1987 horror film. Justin, what what movie has been in your mind for weeks? Say hello to the night, Lost Boys. It's not the fucking. Is that the? Is that how it goes? Lost in it's, the shadows. It's like sailing to the night. You didn't say sailing. Sail into the night, lost in the shadows. You don't say say hello to the night. No. Listen, listen, listen. I think it might be sailing in. No. Sailing into the night. I think it's say hello to the night. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Joey. <laughs> What has happened? <laughs> Lou Graham, right? It's Lou Graham from is Foreigner. It, it yeah. is Lou. Is it Lou Graham? Yeah. God, that's such a great soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. We, I think it, we we actually we, we talked, talked about, about that last bit. one. Yeah. Yeah. But you were thinking we should recast the Lost Boys. Well, first of all, you can't. It's hard to recast a classic. That's a movie that I was obsessed with. I wanted to be when I was. They a kid, should remake that movie with all the same actors in all the same roles. Well, might be tough. yeah. The, here's the thing. When I was a kid, I literally wanted to be Corey Haim in that movie. I thought Corey Haim was... Well, I got some good news for you, Justin. <laughs> you can be. You've almost reached that plateau. A <laughs> few more years. I thought he was the best. A few more years and you'll be him. So, yeah. So, let's say... So, that that's a movie that they cast... They cast... Um, uh, Kiefer. Like, the, the, vampire, the vampire gang in that movie is a bunch of hot dudes. Alex and then, Winter. And Speaking they had, of hot dudes. They had one true. kiddo and they had Jamie Gertz. As the, Jason as Patrick girl. was awesome. Patrick, who um, we've talked about, and Jamie Gertz was hot. She was she super was hot. incredible. Super she, hot. She was incredible. Her Edward, name was Edward Herman. Name was Star in that movie. How's it going, Star? <laughs> I think that's one of my first memories of Kiefer's character. Kiefer's the best in that movie. How's it going, Star? So overacted completely. I love it. He. Uh, that's yeah. the thing I was talking about a little bit on Facebook when I was watching. I was watching a couple weeks ago, and my wife. I was watching it and she just comes downstairs and she sees that it's on and she says she says it's maggots Michael you're eating maggots you're eating maggots maggots Michael and it's the best because cuz what do you, what else do they say like it's like they order chinese like they go to the hideout and then you know they take the a young innocent Jason Patrick to their vamp hideout and they order immediately bring Chinese food well, it's, it's, in yeah. to trick him to make him sick to his stomach no you know? no no that's not, they're not, they're, they're they want to nourish him and then they want to show them that they, that they can fuck with his mind. They They're do not totally to make... fuck with their, his mind. And they make him drink. That's the thing. They make him drink the wine. And uh, Gertz tries to warn him, but he does it anyway. He, he succumbs to peer pressure. And that's what... It's blood. Yeah, he sends him down the road to be in yeah, a Yeah, but he still gets to bang the shit out of her. I, they do have a sex scene in that movie, but... He bangs Jamie Gertz all up and downtown. <sighs> he says hello to the night. My name is Jason. So you think it's? You think I have that wrong? Sail for into the night. Five years. Lost in the shadows. Sail into the night. Lost in the loneliness. Yeah. Sail into the night. I'm pretty sure. I they do kind of sail into the night. That, anyway, the the, the that, vampires kind of do. They kind of. They do fly. They and they, remember at the beginning of the movie. They have the they have that boardwalk. That's bullshit. There's no way they ripped the roof off that car. That's bullshit. You don't think so? No. Nope. They're pretty powerful. So this guy was trying to make time with his. 
lady in the convertible and they rip the convertible they yank him out and then they yank her out yeah and then nick yanks what him out jamie Coates was lessons. worth it man yeah she really was it's not say hello to the night god I, to... i've got that wrong forever i think she was in was she in crossroads with ralph macho uh i think so she was smoking hot now fucking too. she's a sweet sweet pile she of was amazing she was so pretty in a lot of stuff yeah, you're right oh my god justin you're right i'm wrong i said i'm right you're right <laughs> So you've had it wrong for 25 Holy years. Holy shit. That fucking blows my pants off. You were singing Sailing to the Night, huh? Well, I wasn't singing it. Lou Graham was singing it. I was just enjoying Sailing it. Sailing to the Night. Yeah, I was right. I, I was obsessed with that CD. What They had the Cry Little Children, and they had the NXS song, which I love, too. Yeah. How does that go? <laughs> we're not going through this shit again. Na, 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 na. How's it go? Well, that used to be my that was my favorite song. The best I, song on that soundtrack. I try to learn you know the, the most guitar. famous one was "Don't Let the Sun Go Down on Me." I know, but sing the sing the um, the NXS one with uh, what's his face? Uh, it's the Jimmy Barnes. It's good. Gonna have a good time tonight, right? That yeah. one. Rock and roll music gonna sail into the night. <laughs> the best one was Tim Capella though, saxophone muscle man. Oh yeah. But so let's recast of Lost Boys. You really want to do that? Well, I wouldn't want to really want to recast it. But if they remade it, they did try to launch two failed sequels to it. What they should do is do the Lost Men or Lost Girls. That Cast was a like big rumor. Forty somethings. That's like, the movie Schumacher wanted to. Re- he wanted to make it Lost Girls. He wanted to do right, a group right. of girl vampires. Yeah. So if we recast. Okay, so let's start. Do you, would you want to start with the vamps, or do you want to start with? The, well, I mean, two of the vampires are nobodies. The brothers, like the brown-haired guy and the blonde-haired guy. Nobody don't gave fucking it. talk about Billy Worth like that. What else? Blonde-haired guy was Alex Winter. No, no, hair. they all had long hair. No, but one of them was like a curly. pretty, a pretty blonde guy, and was a pretty brunette guy. I don't know both, who the blonde-haired guy was, but the brunette guy was Billy Worth. Who? What's Billy Worth? You don't know Billy Worth? What's Billy's net worth? Isn't he in Puppet Masters or something? Who, who gives a fuck? Wow. Because that's what you go for. Billy Worth. Don't name drop that. fucking Billy Worth and act like it has any fucking First of all, weight. you know who Billy Worth is, so don't fucking pretend I don't, you don't care. I know that he spells with an I. You know who he is. I don't. That's so... You're such a liar. I don't know Why Billy. would you lie about this out of anything? I don't know anything, any other work of Billy Worth. I he, do know his name because I watched that movie so many times. Death by Stereo. Awful. Um, Biggest laugh in the movie, dog shit joke. You loved it. you fucking loved it when they blew up that with that by stereo. Uh uh-uh. uh, I wanted that boombox and it was ruined. And uh Laddie, the little boy. Oh yeah, I forgot about that little cum guzzler. He dies too, right? No, God he doesn't. Damn it. They save him. Because they say Star they save Star and Laddie. Star is really obsessed with saving Laddie. But remember he vamps out at the end. And he tries to eat the Frog Brothers. Yeah. What year did this come out? Eighty seven. 87? Mm-hmm. I would have our, seen it in 92. The year of our Lord. I would have seen it in 92, and I haven't seen it since. It's a great movie. It is great. So let's cast real quick, because then we can wrap it up. Okay, well, we have to, here's the rules. They have to be people that are currently working, okay. and they have to be not known for any other vampire movies or remakes. Okay. So you can't use Anton Yelchin as much as you want to. Okay. <laughs> Easy. So who will we start with? And let's, let's, let's cast... Let's cast um, the head of the vampires, David. He's not the head of the vampires. Well, okay. Spoiler. <laughs> really? Let's cast David. 
the star star of David. So Kiefer's role. Kiefer Southern. First of all, Kiefer could still do it, right? He could. Are you a pirate? <laughs> no, you have to think of this like this as a casting director. Who can take antlers through their body like that? Um, Sonny Bono. <laughs> oh. So you have to young, hot, blonde. Well, Kiefer is. Let's come on. Let's not act like Kiefer was all that fucking snazzy. No, he was great in that movie. He, no, he, he was good. He was he's he was danger, good. At, he's young and dangerous. And he was good as the bad guy. Like he was he was like great and Stand by Me as the bad guy is great and this is the bad guy. Maybe a little bit too. Uh, hot ass shows up in the set of Lost Boys. Kiefer's like six on the depth chart for them. No, Billy Worth was getting all the play on that set. I'm They're like, this guy is the next. I bet Jamie Gross had a big crush on Billy Worth. Think so? Was he the brown hair? Yes. Don't Did, act like you don't know. I think I think Jason <laughs> Patrick. July. I think she and Jason Patrick had a fling. I bet Patrick was frustrated because I bet she was spending time on Billy Worth's trailer. Meanwhile, Winter was fucking furious. I know He's like, he I am. Guys, can you please stop stop Frenching? Let me finish getting my perm. Then we could French ass. They dressed him like a like a. Uh, There's a reason he dies first and hard. They dress him like a. A pirate in that movie, like that's what you talking about. Pirates. He dressed like a pirate in that movie. Remember, they didn't know what to do with his style. He was like kind of motley crewish, but he had a perm. He had a perm, but he always had kind of crazy hair. So you okay, Kiefer? Who's who's our our our? our he's got to be menacing. He's got to be virile. Yeah. Got to be young. Daniel Radcliffe. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the record skips. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, I've I, got it. All right, you're, you're gonna, gonna hate it. You're better at this than you're I. You're gonna hate it. Okay. All right, I'm just gonna do it. Just Garrett say, Headland. You know what? I don't hate it. I can picture him, and you know what? I think he'd be perfect for the actual head vampire role. <laughs> What do you think about that? Headland is... Oh, Garrett Headland. I'm thinking about Garrett Delahunt. No. Delahunt would be good as a head vampire. Delahunt is... is uh, No. Headland could do it. You like him, huh? I love him. Yeah. I like Garrett Delahunt, too. Yeah. Garrett Headland has that... He's young enough. He's scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Super scary. He's got that... He's got oh, what a frightening actor. That's one thing when I think of him, man. Cheeks. When I think of him, I'm like, fucking just menace. Put his picture away. I don't want to see him. I want to sleep tonight. Well, you know what I'm saying. Thank you. Um, okay, so done. Who? Headland in the house. Headland is the vampire. You know he'd be perfect, by the way, if we if we cast this ten years ago. Perfect, perfect. Jake Busey. No. Per- yes, he would. He looks like him. First of all, he always had the blonde. Perfect, perfect because they don't also make, descendant from Hollywood royalty. They don't make prosthetic teeth that big. <laughs> he, he wouldn't have to be fitted with prosthetic teeth. It's just Jake Busey. It. They'd what have to see to that guy. Man? They'd have to CGI his teeth normal. That's what they have to worry about. When where is Jake Busey these days? He's still working. I hope. I looked him up there because I watched Starship Troopers and I was fascinated playing the fucking violin. I was fascinated by it. <laughs> He busts this fucking. First of all, he they 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 um everybody remembers this 
this is the most important part of Starship Troopers, but he Dina Myers he, He's a fiddle yeah. he's a fiddle player. He plays he plays the fiddle. And so then there's a when, there's a party they have a they have a I guess a successful mission or something and and they bust out the party the party stuff and it's like they give the soldiers all this like food and uh, sports equipment and they also bring a fluorescent green fiddle for, for Jake Busey to play and he tears it up and you know that was something he brought to and them. then he crowds they crowd the camera like the webcam oh, yeah. and he's playing the fiddle into he, it. He, and that's always playing the fiddle and that's something that he brought he had to have brought that you to his character. character notes he always yeah, brings think, he I always think, brings a twist I think my guy would play a fiddle Verhoeven's like what <laughs> That, but I said I suggested that they the deleted scene of that film at that the end the end deleted ending is he is leading the bugs away like on, the Pied Piper with the fiddle and he's on the roof, the fiddler on the roof. Yeah, why not? That movie's Did fantastic. You see the original title for Fear was Diddler on the Roof. <laughs> Diddler on the roll. <laughs> um, why did you think it was a Ferris wheel? That Cause doesn't have because that's a nice romantic fucking fingering right there. It might be a Ferris wheel. Did you I, guys ever? This is a personal question, but did you ever? Yes, I did. Fingered on, uh, fingered on a whirly gig. Did you ever get any action or any, the like, any make out time or anything at, the, at an amusement park? Oh hell yeah! Why didn't they call it an amusement park? You never did. Oh my god, Steve! Me. No, I never did. Does it count if it's one of the mascots? Uh yeah, Carney. No, no, like Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> You <laughs> so you're the Disney World. Goofy That's came not up quite to me. the amusement park I was thinking. Goofy's but. like, I didn't know what Goofy's voice was like. But That's I another thing. It was really his. Voice. We're talking about. I talking about the Millennium Falcon. You want to do it, doggy style? The prin- the princess's castle in Disneyland. You know, you walk through that, and it's just a fucking hollow tunnel. Like you can't go up in the castle. What a what a rip off. Innuendo. Well. It's a rip off too. They shut you out. You can't go up into the rooms. You keep mentioning Queen albums. So we got we got the one guy cast. Who's who's the Billy Worth? Who's today's Billy Worth? Billy Worth, huh? Well, let's think here. Let's really think. <laughs> I got it. All right. My new favorite actor, Dave Franco. Oh fuck no! He can't do it because he was in the vampire film. What vampire film? You, you broke your own room what rules film? already. Uh, the remake of Fright Night. Such a dick. He's not in that. Yes, he is. He's in it. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Nick, first of all, I'm right all the time recently, and you're wrong. Why? Dave Franco's in Fright Night? Yes. Who does he play? He plays somebody that gets turned into a vampire at the beginning, and then at the end, he's okay. Really? Yep. I love Dave Franco. I don't know why, but I love okay. Him. I love him. He's even good in Warm Bodies. He's off limits. Damn it. Speaking of perfect, Nicholas Holt. Boom. Holt would be... He'd be good for Corey Hames' part. He's not nerdy enough, is he? He is nerdy enough. Okay. Plays fucking Beast. Next man. What a fucking nerd superhero that is. He also played in About a Boy. He did? Innuendo. So you would you... Victor Song, put, life story. Can we put Holt on the side of the... We got to wrap this up. This is going to be like three hours of doing that's this. What, that's what... Let's just cast one more. You know what? That, you know who sh- should have said that? Who? Billy Wars Parents. We should wrap this up. <laughs> you think Worth is still working? No. IMDb. As he reaches for his cell phone. He's got to be on Twitter. You sent me the link the other day to the Twitter account for one of the Frog Brothers. <laughs> I did. Joe, something Newlander? Joe, Jason? Jason Newlander? Mm-hmm. 
He's on there. If I recast, the, I mean, you got to hustle. Who's the, t- the modern Jamie Gertz? It's oh, Odette Yusman. No, oh, perfect. Solved. Done. I fucking nailed it. First try. Right I, think she's got a different, I think she got a different name now, though. She got married, and that's so fucking stupid. Odette Yusman married. Then you get the modern-day Jason Patrick. You need somebody with the grace and subtlety. Okay. Yet fantastic, good-looking gentleman. Okay. Modern-day Jim Morrison. Yeah. Dave Foley. <laughs> that's not going to work. Is Jason Isaacs too old? This is serious, Nick. It's not. This isn't for jokes. This is serious. Is Claude Rains around? <laughs> he might be. Okay. Want to go different? Yeah. Want to go different? Yep. What's the guy's name? That Grant Heslov. For Grandpa? Grant Heslov for Michael. Heslov, Grant Heslov. You mean like Clooney's partner? Yeah. For Michael? No. Oh, yeah. He's too old. Oh, my God. He's older than Jason Patrick. I know. It's great. No. You're, you're screwing this up already. Billy Worth is still acting. And he was in that movie Being Flynn with De Niro recently. Does he he's have long hair it. still? He's in his 50s. He's a director, producer, writer, self. He's a self. He directed MacArthur Park. Okay. Which featured um, Be Real. What's Be Real? I don't know. Some actor. So Lock let's just boys. wrap it up. This isn't going anywhere. Because you're not, you're not delivering. You're not. I delivering. can't think of actors this fast. You're I'm getting caught up in failed careers. I'm bringing Grant Hesloff to this. Yeah, but I brought Dave Foley. I brought you're Daniel not Radcliffe. Be, if you're not going to be serious about this, I don't want to play. You're taking, you're taking your toys and leaving. Well, you're, you're, you're casting even older people. That's like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's not, that's not how it works. That's not how the remake works. Billy Drago. That's Grandpa? Yeah. Oh, that would work little, for me. A little near dark kind of kickback? He would be good as Grandpa. There you go. Billy Drago. Billy Dra- Finally. Friend, <laughs> my friend, Billy Drago. Finally. Michael uh, Michael Sarah as... Um, too easy. Too boring. As uh, Corey, Corey Haim. Perfect. Jesse Eisenberg? As... Uh, the other. The frog? One of the frogs? Gotta get those guys in the same movie so people stop confusing them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Diane Weiss' character, obviously, Jamie Gertz. That's that's the tie. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's perfect. She's actually still attractive. Jamie Gertz is she's still working. Yep. She's not working. She uh, she doesn't need to work ever again. What about um as the as the she's head va- life. head vampire could get Bill Paxton in? I'm for it. And guess what was that tie? Jeanette Goldstein. How does Bill Paxton and Jamie Gertz tie in? Because they were in Twister together. Yep. And what is she playing Twister? The wife. The the bumbling bitch ex-wife. Yes. Was she ex-wife or the current girlfriend? Well, at the end of the film, they don't get married. Yeah. Who winds up with Helen Hunt. she gets back with Helen Hunt. Who yeah. is his ex-wife? Who then winds up with John Hawks. Steve, have you heard about this movie called The Sessions? No. We we were, we were doing a segment about it before, but it fell apart. We, we The recording wasn't good. But here's the premise of The Sessions. John Hawks, great actor, has no movement. Like, he's dead from the neck down. Well, he's got some movement. He's got some movement. It sounds like a remake of Boxing Helena. But he doesn't want to die a virgin. So he gets a sex surrogate played by Helen Hunt to fuck the shit out of him. Yeah. And that's the plot of the movie. They but fuck she gives him handies, right? She takes care of things. Does she get everything? She gets... Did she I accidentally get, write this? She gets She gets in there. She's She gets in, on and in. 
I didn't know. I haven't seen the movie. She wants. She goes everywhere. She goes under, above, throughout. Roller coaster. How much does he pay her for this? I don't know. There's no transactions. I think it's not about that. It's about. It's not about that. It's got to be about that. What else it's would it be? It's about the will to live. Does she want to be and near? The will to does come she, in a hooker. I think she. She just wants to be the nearest model of a wheelchair. It's based on a true story. It's based on a true story about a sex surrogate. Who was paid what? Bruce Willis. <laughs> so. He can't move. Yeah, she gets him up and gets him in. How much That's did he pay her? So here's how the here's how the here's how the movie was put together. Yeah, okay. Helen Hunt gets a phone call. Right. She's like, "I'm sorry, I'm semi-retired." They're like, wait, but wait. Then you want to hear the pitch? She's like, "Look, every everybody's come my way with movies. I, I turned down Devil Wears Prada. I turned down, yeah, I turned down <laughs> Bad Boys Three. I hope you tell me how much they paid her for the film at least." So she, she said, so here's the premise. You know John, John Hawks who's coming off an Oscar nomination for Winter's Bone. How many premises are there? Um, <laughs> say he was in Winter's Bone. Now he's in Wintered Bone. Right? See? Yeah. She's like, look, Helen, you're going to be playing a woman who is a therapist of sorts. A very, uh, she helps change the life of a man. He's immobile and you fuck him hard. <laughs> She's like... I'm no longer married to Hank Azaria. I'm in. <laughs> she got like a lot of awards heat for this role. I don't know. She did. She got. Did she win? She got naked. Uh, she didn't win. But I think she got nominated for an Oscar. She got naked. She was na- naked Helen Hunt. What, what does that work? For? Does that work for you? She's oh very, yeah, yeah. Back in well, back in the old days. Apparently, she looks um, pretty good. I didn't, I didn't see it. I, I would absolutely see this film. In fact, I'm watching it now. The sessions. So yeah, you should give it a look. It's a good movie. It's very it's inspirational. Um, In what way? And she takes her her clothes off and gives him a jolly time. She's sex surrogate, Steve. And it's real. There's these people are real. Mm. There's people out there that do this. Yeah. Like so, if you if you're laying there, and you want you want someone on you, (laughs) you're laying there. Yeah. (laughs) You gonna take a nap? Call. You're getting a hammock. It's fucking a. Yeah. How much do you think they? It cost Helen Hunt, um, about twenty thousand. I think we'll all agree her best performance was in Kiss of Death, right? She plays a car trick. She got a car wreck, right? And Nick Cage <laughs> obliterated. Loved it. So wait, let me ask this: When the pro- was the prophetess sex surrogate too? No. On Tatooine. What I have told you about you the prophetess is all that there is to know about the prophetess. <laughs> there is no more. There's got to be more. There is no. If there is, I do not want to know it. Really? You do want to know? No, I do not want to know. That's a lie. All right. That's it. And that's it. And we are backy. Brenda back. Jason Beggy. Whatever it takes, fuck face. There is a band. That I have Shazammed three separate times. Why? You forgot who they were? To me, Shazam is not... It's not about anything but finding people to hate. Well, yeah, that's, hate, that's you, what I use it you for. You hate a lot, so... I do, I do. But this is genuine hate. Right. Have you ever heard Owl City? Oh, yeah. No. I know. That is the absolute worst shit. They had one big hit. They kind of sound like um, I don't Postal ca- Service. I don't know what that is. And it's a guy, I think. It is the fucking worst. I think, I think a lot of people disagree. Oh my god! It's like, it's re, it's. I can't even. 
I can't even verbalize how wrong it is. Which song did you Google? Which song did you Shazam? God damn it. the name of The same song? I don't know. I'm looking. You a big hit about like fireflies. or. That's the one. That's the one. It sounds like the Postal Service, I think. What's the Postal Service? It's the guy guy from... um, That kind of music is... Death Death Cab for Cutie. That's awful. No, those those bands are pretty good. No. You know where they got that name from? Death Cab for Cutie? Beatles. Right. Which one? Lucy and the Sky of Diamonds? No. What? Magical Mystery Tour film. Huh? Yeah, that's a nightmare. All right, you can stop this. Yeah, it sounds like Postal Service. Postal Service is actually pretty good. Um, I hope we switch to email, because that's fuck. But they, yeah, that guy, I think he it's got... It's like bizarre I, processed I think, fucking pussy-fied shit. I think he got... Um, I think he got... It kind of is one of those things that... It, I believe that he made that song and it became like this huge. I don't defend this fucking cunt. I don't know much about him. God damn. Damn, Owl but City, you, that name, I expect fucking a great shit, like a Gahula <laughs> a soundtrack. <laughs> you get that. Fucking, that guy's voice, you hear that? Auto-tune, pussy? auto-tune, double-tracked auto-tune. There's a song during the end of Wreck-It Ralph that I think is this fucking fuck also. We well, don't have to hate it that much. Oh, it's so bad. I mean, like, anybody listens to that, I hope they just fucking slaughter themselves. I don't care if they're married to me. That's well, a fucking I think nightmare. it's a big song with the kids, right? I don't care. It's a big song with the kids that we're no longer... And I don't care. We're getting old, so. When I was a kid, I listened to Trends music. Trends are passing us by, bro. Fucking, I had the Thriller. Yeah, Thriller's good. I fucking spread that shit open. Read, read, the, read, read the lyrics, looked at the illustrations. Mm-hmm. Wondered how the fuck he got there with that ti- tiger, leopard, whatever that bitch was. Al City is now the new, he's a new Thriller. <laughs> how did he get that suit so white? It's no, the new, dude, it's just a guy. The new Thriller is that Kanye West shit, probably. Al City, Al City is a bad name. I will give you that. Owl City is better than Vampire Weekend. It's like these fucking bands with these names. They th- they want to sound like they're I like interesting. That Vampire Weekend. <sighs> I kind of like this. Their song. Let's yeah, have another drink. I God think. damn, Justin. They have that song. Yeah, hey, yeah, hey. You know that one. Sounds the next like, thing you're to say is you like fun. I said, uh, my wife does. I don't like you're, them that much. Oh, fuck. But they. But they. Uh, <gasps> we don't Vampire need to go Weekend has that song where the chipmunks show up in it. We do not need to go down this road. No, no. Well, Nick, you end up hating everything. Each other. I don't man. hate everything. I you really I, do. I recently you purchased hate so much stuff. I recently purchased a couple of albums. Yeah, they're probably not good. That's the thing is you hate everything. And then Grant you, Hesloff and the Rangers. Then you start liking something you know it sucks. <laughs> now, what do you what do you have that you like? What, what's 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 made the the taste? What's made the taste uh, selector for you? What, I recently what's picked made up the, cut? Um, the new album by um, the uh, the Grey Boy All Stars. Yeah, I know jazz or whatever. Yeah. Um, I know you like them for a long time. That's nothing. That's nothing new to you. You like those guys. Are you rocking out the Mumford and Sons? No, no. Like everybody else? No. Lauren Dean's band. What's the? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's what, I would listen to that. <laughs> what do you like? That's kind of like new to you. That's not like modern a, shit. Uh, it's like uh, Eldrig. <laughs> <laughs> metal. All right, I love death them. metal with a juice harp. Um, love that. There, I, there's a, a couple of bands like there's a like I like there's a couple of bands I, I really like the music of, but the, when they sing, it's shit. Okay. Like Pin Pinnell or um, Parlor Mob or stuff like that. Okay. But their singing it irks me to death. But well, you're not picky though. No, I like I like music. I like musicsmanship. I like like virtuosity and you and, do. Yeah. Well, there's a band called Al City <laughs> that has got that it's in like, spades, bro. I got my Casio keyboard. Let me press sample mode. Ping. Yeah. Fucking release that shit into the wild. Fucking. 
You like Virtuosity, huh? A great movie. Muscle. Is that Russell Mulcahy again? No. It's the other Brett it's Leonard. Brett Leonard's the other Australian fuck. Um. So yeah, Owl City, man. So I'm sorry. So you you. Googled I guess I'm them. a grumpy old person, but that's fucking dumb. Well, I'm gonna be a grumpy bastard too. I'm gonna agree with you. Yeah, that stuff is horrible. Thanks, Steve. Yep. So. <laughs> this ringing has been, endorsement. This has been brought to you by being fucking old. <laughs> So Man of Steel, we all liked, yeah? I didn't see it. Bruh. Weren't yeah. you supposed to go see it with a friend this weekend? Yeah, no, we're going to go see it. Yeah, we were going to go see it, but I can't do it, so. God damn it, Justin. Let's go see it right now, instead of being friends. <laughs> so I'm going to see it with him at some point. Eh. What about World War Z? Are you excited about it? I would love to see it. I just haven't had the time. It's a good movie. Yeah, you really like it. I do. I think a lot of people have been think it's okay or messy but you really love it i i the movie and this isn't really a spoiler it starts off gigantic and it tapers and tapers and tapers and tapers until the, it's really intimate like the, the big climactic stuff in the movie is very intimate and it's very uh tense mm-hmm. and it's 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 great it's a great change of pace and i think i mean i think it's one of those movies that's a slave to people's expectations but if you go in there and you're not like expecting, you know, the closest horror movie you can compare it to would be like 28 Days Later, but even that's not fair. Contagion. People compare it to Contagion. It's not a zombie film. But you know what I'm saying. Like horror films, though. Contagion. A little bit. Here's the thing this is why people are mad. Some of the people are mad that you're ripping. People love that book, and they don't. The book's, like, the book's a big vomit pile. That's not a lot of people. People love the book, they cherish it. They don't like the fact that they took the book and they didn't make the movie. They didn't make the book. They made. They couldn't else. make the book. The book's structure doesn't work. Then why didn't they try it in the first place? Because it's a good name and it's a it's a bestseller. Exactly. That's what they're saying. That's what that's why people are annoyed. They're not annoyed. They're annoyed because they read that there was massive reshoots, and no, there's I no. I agree with you and, that, but I think and there's no blood. Like they think it's going to be a gory movie. I agree with you that some people are mad because that. And I, I agree with you that the press has been down on the movie for a long time. But I think that initially people were upset because they weren't making that book. And I think some people like that love that book are upset that they didn't make the book. But they the wanted to see the book. People that love that book are not really good people. That's just a weird thing to say. I mean, <laughs> it's a huge book. I did my research. Everyone that read that book is so a Brad bad Pitt person. So Brad Pitt probably loves the book. <laughs> so you're saying that he's not a good person. Who? You lo- Brad Pitt. You love him in the movie. Brad Pitt loved the book so much he said, let's make a movie that's nothing like it. Yeah. Well, they just. I think that they... Try to make it, and they decided that they they, they no. didn't they didn't think. It was I read the book, and it was fine. I, but I, I that the book we don't want it, that movie. It's been done a hundred times. It's like what? What's been done a hundred times? Matilda May. <laughs> but that movie, that's what that people like to take on this like oral history of the zombie war. That has never been done. Yeah, I guess this is better. There aren't, there aren't a floating fucking... They're floating in the ocean, and that's how we survive. 2012? We're fucking floating around. There's a flotilla. That's where humanity is hiding. Looks a little bit... I am legendish with the way the zombies are moving and stuff. Like Maybe. Anime, weird zombies looking. Maybe. Trivia, who did, the, who did the voices for the I Am Legend creatures? Um, Guillermo? Mike Patton. Did he really? Mm-hmm. All the, he was the voice of all the monsters. Boom! I didn't know that. This is the only podcast that gives fucking that shit out. How do you know this? I never heard that. Because I know everything he does. Did you guys hear that? He's Will eating S- a chili burger Will right Smith, now. Will Smith, by the way. He, he, he's he fucking not returning for. They're, they're making Independence Day the sequel to Independence Day. They're yeah. really ramping up. And uh, Will Smith is not returning, which is, I guess, the reason that you would make that movie. But Roland Emmerich 
said that no, we didn't want Will Smith anyway because he's too expensive, and we're going a whole different direction with the with the sequel. So they got Jaden Smith. So he's totally bullshitting because they had to be thinking that Will Smith would come back for this. Don't you agree? Yes. Why so, would is you he make butthurt? it? Is he butthurt him? from After Earth? Is that why? I I don't know. Will Smith is not. Or is he butthurt because he's secretly gay? Yeah, who cares about? Independence Day anyway. It's, That's what I'm saying, but it's it, about 15 years, 20 years too late. Great it's, movie. It's, oh, great movie. <laughs> it is a little bit, it's late, but I imagine if you do a sequel to it, you do it because you want to reunite Will Smith and, and Bill Denver. and Bill Pullman. And, uh, and you want to, who is the other pilot? Jeff Friend? Goldman. Harry Goldman? Connick. Goldman? No, Quaid. Harry Connick will not be in the sequel. He died. Oh, fuck. He so, was in it though, right? He was. He, he was. He played like the piano, the Sinatra wannabe. Yeah. Okay. In real life, the dog. Like, the dog lives. But that's what I'm saying is that they had to be. Will Smith turned them down. Had to be. That has to be uh, something they did not want. Brent Spiner coming back. Why would you want Will Smith not to be? Why in not? Home? Is he was he in it? Yeah, he was. Brent Spiner the was scientists. the nerdy uh, Area Fifty One prick. They're also putting together a sequel to Dumb and Dumber, which is a movie that. Came I, out I love the college. name. It's so great. Yeah, that's great. So I mean, that's the, there is a I guess a market for these twenty year old sequels to films. So, and that's a that's the movie I'd want to see more than Independence Day is a sequel to Dumb and Dumber. For sure, I mean, that gives me hope actually for a lot of movies that. What else could be sequelized twenty years later? Well, I mean, it's shit. Bye bye, lover. Another Bye Bye Love. What? The Matthew Modine McDonald's love movie. Maria (laughs) Patillo. Oh, yeah. For sure. Bye Bye Lover. Is that what it's called? No, Bye Bye Love, but the sequel. the (laughs) Fucking Bye Bye Lover. (laughs) Um, I'd see that shit. What else? 20 years. Kind of 20 years. What year is it now? 2013? Good call. So this would be 1993. Yeah. Roughly. It doesn't have to be exact. I don't know when. When did the League of Their Own come out? Ninety one. Ninety one. Oh my God! I, I know we could call the sequel. What? Okay, Charlie's is in it. Okay, that's a League of Their Own. <laughs> what? Charlie's is in it. A League of Their Own. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they clone her. Every player is her. A League of Their Own. <laughs> it's perfect. It's fucking it great. Is great. The so. best part is they develop it and then she drop out. What about what about the what about this? Simone too. That's not old enough. Fuck! How about this one? Batman Forever. So it would be called Sim Two? No. Yeah. It may not they may not be able to get away with What'd the What'd you hook, say, though. Sim? After Earth? You'll hear it later. What'd you say? Batman Forever. Good. Yeah, yeah thank you. It was so good I had to repeat it. Mm-hmm. Um, I dream of a world where that will be edited out. God damn, there's so many. 1993, that area. Oof. I mean, this is, you have to keep in mind, this is before Fincher was really a big thing. This is before, yeah, I mean, Soderbergh was out. He was doing shit. early 90s. Fucking A, a man. 93 was Sleepless in Seattle and Jurassic. Unforgiven? Is that around 92. There? Re-unforgiven? Unforgiven again? Actually forgiven. <laughs> Actually, comma, forgiven. Turns out, <laughs> it turns out he's forgiven, forgiven, completely forgiven. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. It's like because he doesn't die at the end, does he? He Fun just goes forgiven. back to the cunnies. Yeah, back to being the old. He does. He goes farmer. back to raking leaves and fixing trees. 
it's fucking that's so that's what happens is like the Clint the, could still be in it. He's still yeah. unforgiven. Yeah, but he isn't anymore. He's actually forgiven in this one. That's a big spoiler. Forgiven. Yeah, for completely forgiven. Kids are growing up. He's completely forgiven. The whore, her face even healed. Oh yeah. I mean, this is fucking revolutionary. And actually, the, Morgan Freeman is still still in town center. <laughs> He's still in there. He's still, still in, in the coffin, casket. Coffin William out. Money is his name. William William Money. Yeah. No, that was that was Eastwood's Eastwood. character. Yeah. Yeah. What was his character's name? Morgan Freeman's character. It was like Bill. Bill. No, no. I don't remember. Yeah. Dead in town. So that's a good idea, though. I mean, we are due. Like, we're due for that revival of, of well, stuff. Well, they are starting these late, late sequels, so we have to really think. Like, I mean, like, they're doing a Riddick one. Right. That's not that late, but it's... But the Riddick one had at least another one in between. It's not like a 20-year gap or whatever. Yeah. And, and Pitch Black isn't that old anyway. It's not 20 years old. No, no, but it was that was like... Late 90s, probably. Yeah, like 99, 2000. Um, I mean, shit. I mean, you got... I think we're probably due for another Shattered with uh, Behringer. Of course. Ghost Dad again. What about another Sliver? Sliver? Yeah. Oh, that's that's right in the wheelhouse. We were talking about that earlier. How many times could you you, uh, jerk one out to that one? How the fuck does she get caught up in another killer apartment (laughs) complex? (laughs) It's Sliver. You get Will Baldwin. Bill Baldwin does not make it. Well, he didn't die. Neither does. He yeah, he dies. He does. I think she just flicks him off and says, "Get a life." And then, and then, I don't think he does. Angie Everhart also dies in that movie, or is that Jade? She dies in Jade. She does die in Jade. Actually, in all seriousness, I can stand for another Tales from the Crypt movie at this point. Of course, I know you can. Both of them are great. Bordell of Blood is hilarious. It is. Tell Demon Knight's awesome. It's, I love it. I saw it in the theater. Yep, saw so both in the theater. Um, no. Quick and the Dead, that was came around came around that time. I've watched 99. it like a few times recently. I love it. You don't like it anymore. I, I love it, but Sharon Stone is awful in it. I don't think she is. She I mean, is awful. A little bit maybe. I think she works on it. And DiCaprio's crap in it also. No, he's no. great. He's crap But, but they do enough with they, everybody he, else. They telegraph his death immediately in the movie. She's a little over in the movie, but she also fought for a lot of stuff in the movie that's good. Like she fought for uh, uh, Raimi. She fought for uh, Russell Crowe. So she 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 had a good big fan. Yeah, though. she's like, I will not do this if Lance Henriksen isn't in it. Amazing, Lance amazing Hen- in that movie. Yep, best mustache. Ace, Ace Merrill. Ace no. Hanlon. Ace Hanlon. Ace Merrill is Stand by Me. Is it? Yeah. Ace you're Hanlon. a fool though, because you're letting your love for current DiCaprio blind you to how horrible he was in that film. He's not horrible. Him he and Stone pretty much crippled the film. There's no way. They're both fine in it. I They're think. terrible. They're like, so bad. Like, like in the sessions? Oh, and actually Elfman's score is horrible. I don't remember that. We'll take a guess at what it's like. Boom, boom, boom. That's boom. it. I was always, I was always, I was back then, I was, I it's wish that. It's a dead man's party. I didn't understand why Bruce Campbell could have been in it instead of Russell Crowe. He was in it. Final Shemp. Yeah. No, he's in, that's Final that Shemp of Dark, Dark Man. Man. But he, he is a villager in that movie. Apparently, you can see his like, sleeve. But hey, you know, we got Pat Hingle. Got Pat Hingle in this. I got everybody in that movie. How's about a Grifters sequel? Oh, boom! Starts off where Cusack's like got a bandaid on. Help! <laughs> help! That's a brutal final scene. That's a brutal final sequence. Never drinking wine again. Oh my god! Shatters like breaks a, a wine glass in his neck. With a, like a briefcase or something, right? Something shitty happens to him. 
Oh, he gets that was actually the first time I've ever seen John Cusack die, and that made it even worse. Did he die? Does he die in a lot of movies? No, that's what I'm saying. It's like I grown up with this man, and then he gets hit in the neck right, with a, a movie wine glass. Coming out, we need to talk about called like Frozen Ground. Have you heard of it? Yes. Okay. You know. You know what it is. Here's the thing. Like John Cusack, he gets killed by a, a shard of wine glass in that movie. He does. And Angelica Houston gets her shit beaten out by a bag of oranges. In and, that movie. And, uh, by Pat, Pat Hingle. Incredible in that movie. She's Pat Hingle. Very pretty in that movie. Do you see that? We went from Quick and the Dead to Grifter's Pat Hingle. Both movies. But he's in that one too? Boom. But uh, He's her boss. He hits her with a bag of oranges because it doesn't leave a mark and because it makes him juicier. Indeed. I don't remember that. I have to watch Grifter. I haven't seen Grifter's for a long time. But it's like a pretty good movie, right? Great movie. Annette Benning. Stephen Frontal. Frears. Full frontal. I know, man. She was Jumps cute. on the bed and spreads her fucking heat. Uh, Kusek also full frontal in that. Well, full full jugular. What he he loses it. He remember he does the trick with the with the with the hundred dollar bill and then he gets beat the shit out. Yeah. And then he's sick in his stomach because he got punched so hard. Yeah. And then he's sticking his neck. Yeah. And then he leaves. So what's this Frozen Ground? So Frozen Ground is a movie. Two great actors in it. Nicholas Cage and, and John Cusack. And so what the movie is? One of them is a serial killer. is a serial killer. Now here's the thing about this movie. Um, One of them, not. You know, so Nicholas Cage is the is the cop pursuing him. Well, suing him, pursuing him, pursuing him, and Cusack's uh, killer. Based on a true story. It's based on a true story about this guy who would, I believe, fly women, like kidnap women, fly them out to like a deserted area, and then hunt them. And I believe <laughs> take their clothes off and hunt them. It's not funny. It's horrible. No, I think I wrote this. But I this reason that's interesting is. It's because you remember that movie I talked about a long time ago called like, it was called like Naked something. Let me know when this is no longer funny. It's going to be very hard for me to review this film around my massive hard on. <laughs> no, there's, there is a movie called Naked Prey, I believe. Right. I taped it, remember? And it it's was. about a Catholic it's priest. This, and it's about this guy who leaves these naked women and hunts these women. And the whole movie is basically this naked woman running through the forest and he's pursuing her. Um, and Joe Montana's in it. There's like no one in it, and then he's in it like in a side role. Well, that's probably based on this true story, also. That's what I'm saying. It's the same story. So that just that's coming now, out. If, if I was going to make this movie, probably would have cast different people at this stage. Nobody's going to take it seriously. Do you think enough. Cusack gets like super depressed about his career? He he had he has nothing going on. I mean, he's got like that Cell movie that it's kind of a big budget movie, I guess. That's based on a Stephen King. That, he, that's they're they're doing that? They're doing that. He's like the lead in it, but he's mostly in these directed video Eli movies. Eli Roth's like not doing that anymore, Jennifer right? Jennifer Carpenter and like he's and Malin Ackerman. He's in these like the number station and the fucking frozen ground. Nick he had to look up and see Nicolas Cage and was like, God, we were in Con Air together. Remember when we were on top of the world? Now we're in fro- fucking frozen ground, the remake of the softcore porn movie on uh, Cinemax. Actually, it was a really uncomfortable negotiation process. Because Cusack kept pushing it back, he's like, "I'm not gonna, we're not gonna sign anything. I got a movie opening up called The Raven. Let's just hold off. Holy fuck! I, want, I need some leverage. Every movie, like he, it's just like every, he, it's all new releases on Netflix. Every every one of them, John Cusack's in it. The funny thing is, he's getting the last laugh, probably. I mean, there's he's, no way. He's never gonna have to want for money. No, probably you know not. But later he, on, in about. Five to ten years, he'll be due for a career revival, and he'll come up with some cult film. Yeah, well, he's in that. Someone will um, resurrect him. He he's kind of hooked himself up to that that actor that or the the guy that did um, Precious, that director that Ugh. did like, the Paperboy, and he has that other. Mm-hmm. He's fucked, man. Cusack is 
His agent is said so, sorry. Well, sorry is, notes is to Cusack's him. Cusack's not young anymore, and and he's 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 the perennial like. Boy. He's younger than Matilda May. His problem is his agent's Royal Dano. <laughs> <laughs> that goes back to the Return of the Living Dead joke and House Two. That is true. He is fucked. Actually, yeah. He has taken everything. He he, he kind of hit that hit that um thing where he just like takes everything. Now. If Frozen Ground had come out last year, we'd be able to add it to our fingering list. You think? Shit, yeah. Bruh. Here's a movie coming out, Motel. I don't know what it is, but listen. Cast. De Niro. Boom. Cusack. Boom. Crispin Glover. And your, one of your perennial favorites. Bill Dominic Fickner. Purcell. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Dominic Purcell. Cusack has to be looking at Cross. All right. Oh, and Martin Kleba. Martin, the midget. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Midget pussy. <laughs> um, but he's. Do you think he was like on set, looked across and saw Dominic the, Purcell and just hit the speed dial on his phone? I was like, fucking what? To my age, like, what are you doing to me? Purcell's in this. Purcell, the, the sad thing is, Purcell's doing the same exact thing to his agent. What? Fucking Cusack? Fucking <laughs> Purcell. Purcell is in this movie. Dominic Purcell. Wait. And the movie's called Cell. It's called Motel. Because he's in Cell, and he's with Purcell. Wait a minute. Boom. So, I'm thinking the world has changed when people come when it comes to watching movies. The Star Trek movie kind of reminded me a little bit when it came out, because yeah. a lot of people were polarized about it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, like, I think that movies are changing at a different speed of, of our ability to... Um, experience them the right way what? especially as older people sounds weird no I mean like if you released the Wrath of Khan in theaters today it, it sounds would be, off it'd be a failure it would be it's very slow so we're it's like we're like movies 3.0 now it's like things have changed like the speed in which we get it the way that editing is the way that the, everything's used and it's it's hard to argue that what J.J. Abrams is doing is wrong I think he's actually got his finger on the pulse of what needs to happen. Maybe, but I mean, it's not like the Star Trek movie is that huge. No, no, what I'm saying is he, 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 you can't, I mean, texture is all on TV now. You can't do that. You can't do that in a movie. Like even like, I mean, like everything, like we're, all these big, I mean, Superman's as close to a textured movie. I, I don't think that's right. I don't think people still necessarily have it figured out what's going to be, what's going to resonate, what people are going to flock to. They, they you, cannot figure it out. But you can't, you can't even. I mean, Star Trek should have been. I rewatched sure Die Hard fire. recently and it's, it's still a huh? great movie, but it's not. What? You can't release Die Hard today. Yes, you can. Not Die Hard 1. No, you can't. Nor Lethal Weapon. They're great movies, but they don't work today. Like you can't release it to like uh, today's audience. We were young when we saw Die Hard. We were like 14, 13, something know. like that, and it worked fine. You, you show a 13-year-old that movie now, and they're going to be they're fucking baffled. They're still making Die Hard, though. They're still but, yeah, making watch how they fit. What, what, what does Die Hard look like now? Well, we, one fucking just came boom! Out. Overhead shot. Boom! Like fucking rack focus on fucking van. And fucking boom! Follow that fucking documentary style traffic. Fuck. And then boom! Jay Courtney. Yeah. There's no like subtlety. There's no like McTiernan camera work. <laughs> He's right. Oh, he speaking of McTiernan, in jail. Oh man. He's in jail. He's in director jail, literally. And jail. Yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. No. So uh, it's just. I think. I think. I don't think they have it figured out. What I think you're. Nobody's figured it out. You think but the pacing's different, but I, I the pacing's still don't. different. Actually, I mean, like. 
photography is different. I see. I remember when there was handheld camera work as recently, like in like the late nineties, like that. What if it wasn't like super clean steady cam? If there was handheld camera work, it took you out of the movie. It was like, ugh. Now it's the norm. Like when you see a static shot, it takes you out of the movie. That's not right. That's not the way things used to be. So it's like we we have to find a way to kind of. There's got to be some way to keep people up to date with what the techniques are, because you really Scott has he's got the right idea. I mean, Prometheus, as dumb as it is, is actually it's great. The movie that we wanted would have been a, a a big dud. It would have been a fucking nightmare. That movie's what are you why are you bring up Prometheus? Does it make me mad? Because it's dumb. And it's I mean, it looks beautiful, but it is a pile of fucking shit. I mean they so basically you're saying that they can as long as it looks interesting. I mean, and that that goes against what you're saying because that's not documentary style. That No, but there is fluid I mean, and beautiful. Yeah, but when it tries to be abstract, it fucks people in the ass. Like the thing at the beginning. People that are that grow up like their movie's people, a hit. It's a it's a hit, right. Right. But but the smartest part of the whole film was like the first like three seconds it's of it. It's not that smart though. It's not okay. Mind it, it forces you to think. It forces you to come up with interpretations of movie what's happening. Is, I mean, I I think that movie's comp- so shallow. Like, and I think that they never connected any of the stuff that they brought up, even if it was like kind of interesting. It's like no, they didn't take. They never did much anything with it. It's just simple. Uh, yeah, because bullshit. If the whole movie was like that. I mean, you like it's they had it, nothing. They had a marketing campaign. That's what they had. They, they they said, hey, let's make a prequel to Alien. No, no, that's not good enough. Let's make a quasi-prequel to it, and let's get all these other hands in the pot. And then, you know, Ridley, is, he's an amazing filmmaker, so he can make anything look credible, but they had nothing. Okay, but nothing. Can't, but like, like, imagine if 2001 came out today. Nobody would fucking... Like, Inception is as close to 2001 as people are willing to... That's not a good example, though, because when 2001 came out, no one knew what the hell to make of it anyway. Right, but there's... Okay, but what Shane Carruth is doing is the equivalent but look, let me of... Say this, though, th- I'm agreeing with you, but 2001 is I'm not sorry. the best example. But Inception is exactly what you That was a, a life-changing... As a, as a business-changing movie. Incep- yeah, it was, but it was not a hit. Inception it was a hit. Inception, it was People a, came all over the place. Inception yeah. was a... How many fingers were done in that Inception one? is a very complicated film that was a huge hit. Right, but it's also very accessible. It's accessible looking. Is that what your point is? Like it, no, it, it I mean, has that no. Nolan look. And no, so it has it, that. it's a marriage of like big thoughts and then like the Matrix type of um, like when it has action, it's very interesting, kinetic. Like, but it almost, how do they do that? But, kind it, does, of action? but it doesn't matter that it, it in a way because. You have a movie like Inception that it's it seems to be true to itself throughout, and so it creates this world, it creates this idea, uh, like this this I guess this thought system, and it and and Nolan doesn't betray it throughout the whole movie. It and features Lucas Haas in a prominent role. It, it betrays itself. But then, like Prometheus is exactly the opposite of that, but people still flock to that, you know. And although not, they didn't really flock to not it. as much as like Inception, yeah. No, but I'm saying is like. Like I think I think he lost. Uh, I think either the film heavily changed over the course of its just its cycle, because dumb is better. It just is. And and, and also dumb has always been better though. No, it's always been more successful. Yeah, I think. I mean, did, it's always did been. Did you see Rambo? <laughs> it's always been successful. Dumb, but I think there's still room for movies that you say and there's no room for. No, so. I'm, I really think it's got to be t- like TV is where that shit happens. I don't disagree that TV has even, more interesting and things even going on. You right watch now. television and there are still things being shot in the old school traditional manner and it works. Right. I mean, like there's no style to Mad Men in terms of like visual daring do. 
But there is like Hannibal is kind of it's kind of aggressive. But Terriers and the, uh, of course I'm naming a show that failed. But like Terriers was pretty straightforward. Even Justified and right. Sons are very straightforward, pretty much in their in their style. Right, but those and those things are. I mean, that's like the long. They're they're in it for like the long game. So they have and and, and they it's like this balancing act that they don't fuck up. Like that's why and people they love it. I think, but I think that's why like to to qualify as like the motion pictures. It's like it's almost like it has to be grander than grand and more opulent and more effort here and all that. I mean, it's like just to be qualified for, for the, the, the theater, for to get people off their I mean, ass. I think you have a point that I think that the blockbusters that come out are just like constantly trying to one-up the game and trying to out-explode each other and stuff like that. But isn't and, that always but, been but, the case? But the thing is, is like it makes you, as you become more articulate with the shit that they're doing visually, you when you watch older movies, you, you can't no not feel like it's a bit static. I mean, it's it's well, it's it just involves with the time, right? It's staggering. Like I was watching. Bro. I mean, I was watching a great movie, a Hitchcock movie, recently, and it was just like I loved it. I still loved it, but it, I was very much noticing how deliberate it, it was, and 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 how I'm not getting that Psycho anymore. Psycho or something? No, nah, I don't like Psycho. It was um. Don't like Psycho. I don't really like Psycho that much. I love Psycho too, though the book because he 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 rapes a nun in a van. Who's he? Norman. Norman rapes a nun in a van. Pump. A, I think he fucks a dead person actually. Lock right the, the book of that one. In yeah. The book, not the movie. Fucks a dead nun in a van. If I because in the movie he's kind of a good guy in the sequel. Yeah, he fucks a dead nun in a van. <laughs> in the book. Yeah. Well, so he's a good guy in the book. Good yeah, well, I mean, he's a role model. I know, I know which he's a Hitchcock film you're thinking. You're thinking of Family Plot. No, it was actually. Uh, I think it was Vertigo. Well, I mean, yeah, times have changed. Is that Which totally rips off that Faith No More video. What? Are you saying that times have changed? Is that what I'm saying point? is, like, no, I, I think instead of being grumpy about it, I think we need to embrace it. Who's grumpy about it? Most most people. Most people that actually are are purists. They're I mean, like, like, you, like, you can, like, you watch Star Trek, right? And the and, and what people are noticing is the lens flares and those things where he, he's got, like, a wide shot and he finds the action right. you know with the camera and stuff like that yeah no I, I that's just i think it's because you have to keep people invested because it's got to be very difficult to be in charge do you of think that like people that. Would know i guess they had the complaint about the first star trek which was i thought pretty good but it was but um the sequel i mean that's the thing maybe it invites that kind of criticism because it just doesn't have much to offer on so on itself it doesn't they didn't do enough with no it doesn't but i think you uh, I agree. They 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 dropped the ball with Khan. They dropped the ball they did. with. I mean, they 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 invited that because they couldn't. He could have been any character. But they but they they had so much like they won over everybody with that first one. At least they won over they even won over Steve, who's a purist, right? Yes. And they could have taken that momentum and saying, now we have this crew that everybody likes and just done their own thing. But instead, they they just trotted over a classic. And and even if you don't like and don't know that that sec the sequel. Uh, the Wrath of Khan. I think people were still like, "What is what is this film?" It the, the, it but, felt too choppy. But what I'm saying is, watching the Wrath of Khan today, it's yeah. not. It doesn't have like Superman doesn't. They don't. A lot of those movies that were golden, it's because they're like two generations behind yeah. in film language. What do you think, Steve? You probably you probably best remember Wrath of Khan. Do you, do you think it doesn't hold up? No, it holds up tremendously. Yeah. But you can't release that film today. I agree with that because a lot of it has to do with how much familiarity. Because like the rights belong to different people. Indeed. 
how much familiarity you have with the characters and how much the tone, the tone love you have invested in them. If you were to release that now with this cast, with that kind of tempo of a film, it would, it would It's a dark film. It's, it's a pretty dark it's film. It's very dark, yeah. yeah. It really as scary is. as it is, I mean, Indiana Jones small. and the, what's the new one called? I forgot the name. Island of the Pussies? What's it called? What's it Crystal last? Skull? Crystal Skull. Is more built for today's audience than Raiders is. But people know yeah. that movie's a sham. I mean, I think that movie's a huge hit because because people have a love of those the first three. Was it a huge hit? It was huge. But Crystal it was, Skull? Oh, I think it was huge. I don't yeah. think it was a huge hit. Oh, yeah. I think it was a huge hit. But um, but that's the thing what sucks. In my mind, it was a failure. Was it not? No, it was big. Hmm. I th- I'm pretty sure. But Are you thinking of Morning Glory? I just it's it's funny that that they won't. That's I'm excited about Abrams tackling Star Star Wars because they already did get it wrong. Yeah, they've gotten so, it wrong so so badly. They so haven't gotten it right since the Ewok Adventure. So you think that, that maybe that great. they there's lessons to be learned rather than when they were kind of rebooting Indiana Jones and they're like, well, well we just bring them back and we'll just push them into the story and at least there's lessons learned on Star Wars, you know. There is. There was no lessons learned, except now there is. If they come back and do another Indiana, I want Jones. a director who comes out flat out and says the prequels were awful. Here comes on. Here comes. Well, they all. Oh, he implied. Everybody's been implying that. I mean, Abrams. Abrams is saying when, that, he hasn't. He's been towing the company to line the entire it, time. But he wants to bring it back to the originals. That's what he always talks about. Man. How much did Indiana Jones make? He. I I know that. The I first. I saw it with you guys. I think we all saw it together. The first movie that Abrams is doing is going to be a, a sequel, and then the first spinoff movie is not going to be done by him, right? I'm not sure. And it's called Boshek. <laughs> I'm not sure. Finally. The fact that you remember that. Bo-shek. And now you know that answer. This is the next time you watch Star Wars, which will be never. Actually, I, want, I wish a Chud Raider would buy me the Blu-ray collection. You don't want the Blu-rays. It's I want, special edition. I want Poisons. You don't Wait want a minute. The you don't have a Blu-ray Star Wars? No. You don't I, want I the do Blu-ray have Star Wars. Why do you want it? Why? You want it? Why? You I want it. Just I want it's not digital copies. Do they, do they even have them? Edition. I thought they have both on there. So here's they do not, it made, you cannot find the old It made almost to 800 science. million worldwide. It made <laughs> over 300 million here. Told you. It sucked. Failed. It cost 800 million. Here's what here's this is amazing about it. If you think about it. What if that movie was good? Can you imagine how much money it would make? I mean, Can you if imagine? it was good. If it, if you liked it, if it was like it was if it was worthy of those originals, and you you and I we would have been one. Back Do you remember how pissed night. off yeah. George Lucas was that they cannot be called aliens? They're like they have to be like interdimensional he beings. Off? He just has he, he said it was too sci-fi. Oh. Has to be it can't be aliens. These are not aliens. These are interdimensional beings. You can't do that movie. That that's the thing that I always impressed, and I think we've talked about this before. I've always been impressed by Stallone. Me too. Is it he understands what it's like to bring back a character and then what it's like to like you know, not only bring that character back to life in a way, but to, to say, Okay, here's there's a passage of time with like Rocky, here's where he'd be. People love that that. Well the that, thing about Schwarzenegger or Stallone that's great is that he's got a Dinklage wheelhouse, but he stays in it. Yeah. Like his his idea of ambitious is changing the rating of something like 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 right. giving like uh, Rambo like that the, the fourth right. the amazing fourth movie that level of gore. But he but that's that's what they didn't address with Indiana Jones. They didn't address any of that stuff. Like he he actually thought about the passage of time. Indiana Jones really didn't. They other than they cast Shia LaBeouf as a son. Yeah, I forgot about that. 
I forgot about that. Yeah, there's there's a lot to forget in that film. And the motorcycle I mean, chased through Harvard. Uh, Another thing that was so sad in that movie is... You know what's great, though, is Tintin is a fucking classic. I watch Tintin more than I care to admit. That movie is fucking great. And that movie captures all of the the wonder that the Indiana Jones movies had. Have you not seen Tintin, Steve? No. I saw it with you. It's fucking great. It's a great movie. No more dog movies. No, it's it's not. I promise. But, um... Harrison You're thinking Ford, of aluminum, Harrison aluminum. Ford in the crystal, in the crystal skulls. He was great in that. Like he was, he came, he came to play. Like he was great in that movie. And they fucked. Who was him. great in it? Harrison Ford. He was. He was great as Indy in that movie. And in they that movie, gave him nothing. And at some point, he's even like, there's like a big special effect, and he's like in the corner of the screen looking at it. Like they said, Harrison Ford, thanks for all your. Uh, your uh, cantankerousness over the, all the years, and thanks for coming back. Yeah, but the thing is, Harrison Ford effects. is notorious tinkerer. He's like notorious for giving notes and being very adamant about what material shows up in the screen. He he agreed to lie in that refrigerator. But they all apparently they all got vetoed by Lucas though. Everything that they all like that script that the Lucas threw out. Right. So there, you can't blend that on full. That's what happened on yeah. Inception too. Yeah. They're like fucking Lucas was like constantly <laughs> derailing everything. It's like fucking. It's a long fucking way since Witness, buddy. Cut it out. Inception. Lucas Haas. He was like fucking iron <laughs> fisting his way around the set. Is it his wheel Haas? I don't know. Yeah, we had like a serious discussion. That's sad. I wanted to. Yeah, you wanted to. I can't hang. I don't know what you're talking about. I just feel like you're. No, I just, I really do think that... You're just basically saying TV's better. No, I'm not. I'm saying, I think we're worse. I think we have to be better. I think we have to be, like, if, if, if you're wearing, like, and, and Joseph Kahn has a very interesting kind of perspective on 3D. He thinks that you, he, <laughs> he thinks that your eyes focus faster in 3D, so you're able to pick up information so your cuts can be shorter. To me, that is the film language changing. That is, that is the business, the medium changing. Right. So uh, along those lines, it's like so you're watching what what were you considered a breakneck thrill ride of a movie in 1984 with Die Hard is not now. I mean, Crank to me is a breakneck action movie. So you're saying that we could go back and watch these films and love them, but but yeah, but you can't. You but can't, the kids today won't go back. Yeah, and, and, I think, and think and it's I think any good? The, I think filmmakers are are almost forbidden. Okay, uh, example. You have to if you want to do something that's a little bit rich, old school. You have to do like what they did with Drive. It has to be on the fringe. You can't make. There's no way that Paramount or MGM or all those guys are gonna are gonna finance a movie with those kind of numbers and spend the kind of marketing money they are on anything that's textured. And I mean, like, when was the last time we had something that was like, uh, um, uh, like like all the President's Men or or. Um, like a like a like a, a serious political thriller, even something like. What about that Clooney movie that came out a few years ago with Ryan Gosling? A couple years ago. With Gosling. You know, like um, I don't know what it's called, but he played the presidential candidate. And oh, Eyes of March, great movie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If those are few and far between these right, days. Right, but that, I mean, those have always been few and far. Yeah, but when they come out, they go away immediately. They usually do. That's a problem. As, as always. No, like fucking Wall Street was a ma- was a huge hit. And I wonder how much Not All the President's see. Men is the exception to the rule. Well, I mean, I, okay. I just think you're kind of dealing I, with what I'll it's settle. always been throughout history, with movies at least. It's always been like that. It's always been things have been 
getting faster and faster and they faster. They certainly have. And, and Jaws certainly kicked but, everything but, off. But you could watch Jaws and a movie that was 30 years older than Jaws and still be in the same ballpark. And you could watch something from like 91, even like as late as 99. The Insider is a movie that's comparable to All the President's Men. Right? right, but Jaws is considered the first blockbuster, so you need to start your... No, the first blockbuster was in the corner of Hokenbridge <laughs> Road. You need to start your measurement from 75. Okay, onward. so go to 95. So 75, everything has sped up. I, you're right. Presumed Innocent is... You can watch Presumed Innocent and watch All the President's Men and be along, you know. But you can't, you can't do it now. Even the Wall Street sequel was fucking way (laughs) fast. Presumed innocent. Why wouldn't you? You're talking because you got a Harrison Ford on your brain. Is that one? And Alan J. Pakula. Oh, there you go. Who directed? There you go. That's how it comes full circle. Died in a car accident. Yeah. I'm just saying is that we. I mean, we we have to be better. We have to be more accepting. You know, it's it's just like I guess how you say it with music. I should be listening to Owl City because that's where it's at. I didn't say that. I just think that you have a very, you have a very negative opinion of most music. I don't like skinny jeans. It's true. This new hipster thing is not for us. <laughs> these beatniks, man. <laughs> these damn these damn poet bastards. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Know. So today, uh, we have some new TV. We have some new TV coming. We have some new shows starting to hit the world. What? Got the new Bill Fickner show coming out tonight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that I'm, tonight? I'm recording the shapes out of it. It looks awful. It's like The Fugitive, right? I Bill think Fickner. it's like... It's the, no, I think it's like NCIS, but it's like uh, worldwide. But you add Will Fickner to anything and it's better. I don't know. You're right. They, they knew that for sure. If you would have put him in Rwanda, it would have been acceptable. So he's guaranteed to survive this actual episode. Yeah, he's going to make it. Fick, Fickner is like... Uh, He's a mini sh- mini success. He's Shredder and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and he's gonna be in Lone Ranger movie this summer. So it's like, he's like they're they're really. He was the star him. of the Dark Knight Returns. Amazing. The um so yeah, and then we've got I, I watched the first episode of Ray Donovan. That looks pretty good. You watched it? I watched the first episode. Did you like it? I didn't hate it. I, I, I don't know where it's gonna go. I the premise seemed dumb. It's not really dumb. It's like Michael Clayton, but for celebrities, sort of. Yeah, I was surprised that it's about celebrities. Yeah, I think there'll be a crime element the more. Like, John, John Voight's character, like, he comes out of prison and he kills a priest immediately. So I'm sure it's going to get into more criminal underworld shit. And is that his dad? Yeah. Yeah. Lookalike. And then um, I just watched the first few episodes of The Bridge, the new FX show. That? I liked it a lot. How was uh, Lillard? Lillard's good. Actually, it's funny. The first episode with him, it's it's a little bit generic. And it seems like, I think it wasn't the pilot. I think that was the second episode. Maybe it was the pilot. But anyway, it was a little sketchy. But in the last, the third episode, his character had a shaded personality. He was really funny. He's kind of an asshole in the show. He plays like a tabloid reporter. He's like, yeah, he's like a drug. He's like a a slightly drug addicted reporter who's like fallen far from grace. So now he's writing for this like El Paso thing. But he gets caught in the middle of this conspiracy involving the border. Think it's gonna be pretty sweet. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be a, a slow. It's a slow burn. I'm sorry. For a minute, I thought you said he got caught in a conspiracy with the Borg. I got, ex- I got, ex- I got <laughs> hey, excited. I'm finally. not going to lie to you. Star Trek is back. I got excited. Continue. Yeah. No, but it's a, it's an interesting premise. I mean, they, when does that start? July, like second week of July. Okay. But this guy, Damien Bashir, yep. who was Wait, in Savages. He, he was in Savages Doctor? and Weeds, right. Yeah. He's really good. He's really good. I, like, I, like, he's De Niro good. Like, De Niro. Like, yeah, he, I have a feeling he's going to be really... Really he, special. He got destroyed in Savages. Did he not? Uh, which car- he was like the, the underling. 
think he was the guy that they pin. They kind no, of. No, I think they just, they, they implicate him. him. Yeah, they, they burn they, him alive or something. Yeah, I think like he's the guy yeah, that's actually right. loyal to her. I love that movie. I love that movie. Um, but uh, I I normally like Diane Kruger, but her character is like a little bit quirky and robotic. So it's going to take some time to figure out if she's good or not. Aspergers, right? She's got it. She's got Aspergers. Needs to wipe. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And Ted Levine's in it. He Amazing. plays her boss and her mentor. So every once in a while he'll he'll flip he'll he'll like melt some cheese on her bottom. What does he sound like? And then put some pickles. <laughs> what is he? What does he sound Sounds like? Sounds like Ted Levine. What does he sound like? I, I can't do an impersonation of that guy. Nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> so that looks like that. That's a that's a show that's probably not going to be a hit out of the gate. But if they support it, it could be great. What channel? FX. FX. And then um, last episode of Mad Men tonight, which I'm excited about. And then we have the return of Dexter. Last episode of Veep tonight too. Yep. I think it'll be the last episode of Veep. Period. I try to get through that. Oh, did Dexter already start? No, next week. Oh, well, something started, and I try to watch it. And I, f- I felt, oh, True Blood. I sort of felt What asleep. the fuck, Justin? Yeah, I know. It was just on. No, 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 no. No, no. Have you watched more than one episode of that? No, no, no. Yeah, I've seen them all. No, you have not. True Blood. You've ne- you know. True <laughs> Blood. You're I got, the one. I got I fucking suckered by the commercial for the new season because it looks like a real thing now. What, True Blood? Yeah, it doesn't look like dog shit anymore. It actually looks interesting now, but I'm no it's way, not. no way am I watching that shit. No, it's just. I got a functioning set of balls. It's um, it's a, it's a bad campy show. That like actually, this the, the, the second season of that show was actually really pretty good, but it's just a, it's kind of a directional show. But it's on, so every once in a while you watch it. The meatball series is all campy. <laughs> um, killing, killing is back. I've been watching that. Yo, what's her name? L- Yo, Linda. Yo, Lindo. Yo, Lindo. He's actually the Yo, best Lindo, thing about that show. That's what people say. I mean, he is, I do like him in it, but it's... You know, the thing is, I think... Uh, Enos, he's got a little big for his britches, though, as an actor. Now that he's kind of famous and he's got all this like that product, those products in the market and shit like that, it's fucking bullshit. What? Kinnaman Toast Crunch. Have you tried it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> fucking Robocop. Um, Enos is good, too, but the problem was with that show. And what they did, I think it's kind of fascinating. That show is really bad. Boss Hog's still much better. The the show is really bad, but the car- the two actors in it are pretty good. So what they they find they they took all the you see who plays her partner or his partner? It's incredible, Greg Henry. Yeah. Greg Henry, fat bald, but amazing, like so, fat bald. So what they did is they corrected almost everything. They made it they made it nothing like the show that they that they this red herring filled show that was so awful. Well, tell me what happened at the end of season two. I didn't watch any episodes. So what happens in the in the original? she does something that gets her in trouble apparently. I mean, but here's the thing. What happens? They investigate. There's all this politics tied into this murder. The they sister killed her. Right. The sister of the mother. The sister. She didn't realize, but she did kill her. It was, it was, it doesn't matter what happened. It's just, what is she, how does she show. disgrace herself though? Enos. No, she just has mental problems. She's, she can't, and so she checks herself into like a, or they check her. And I can't remember to like a mental facility for a minute. She doesn't, it's nothing. She, uh, she comes off in the this third season as like a disgraced so she quit. She, she she quit. She walked away from her job, but then in this, what what, so what you is, ought to try to do? This is I know. This is a cast uh, a case from her past comes back to light. And what had happened was she and her ex partner Sarsgaard, no Elias Kotias, set up Peter Sarsgaard. They didn't set him up. They thought maybe he was guilty. 
but then they, then she never thought he was guilty and he he had like his wife was murdered and so they're starting to find out that the murder is still in the loose there's no way Sarsgaard's going to be a good guy in this show no well he hates it's an interesting role because he's in prison he's on death row but you're finding out that he's not guilty but he still wants to die like he wants and so he's making life they like, call him selling stars Skarsgård in it Selling. So anyway, I'm it doesn't selling. matter. The long story short is that they've retooled all this stuff, kind of made a better show so far. I mean, they they still have a lot of room to fuck up. Fuck Venus Sud. But they don't have uh, the main character right. The you know, like she's a great actress, but they just don't give her. I like how you call her a great actress. I think she's great. What she's, have you seen her in? She's, she's really great. great. She's great on Big Love. Um, she was great in The Killing when The Killing was awful. Big she's Love the best was part of it. Was a boring turd machine. I like this show. <laughs> it was fucking stupid. Uh, it's kind of fun. Boring. Turd machine. About polygamy. Thanks. Bill Bellamy. Anyway. It's fucking dumb. So Killing has been... It's a fascina- It's fascinating to w- them to watch. They, they're trying to like s- jump over landmines and that. And they're, they're successful so far. That did not, not so successful in Sons of Anarchy. Oh, I didn't see it. Steve, do, you, do you watch any shows other than Castle? I don't watch ca- <laughs> Castle. You talk about Castle sometimes. It's about three years ago. Do you watch anything other than Castle? I don't ever watch Castle. And, Not and anymore. Pawn Stars like or whatever. You, you watch, you you watch like Ancient Aliens and Pawn Stars. Let's see. So here's what we've got. We've got <laughs> that says we. You could be an individual and watch shit. So we have Ancient Aliens. Perfect. Right, but they're on hiatus right now. Then they now. have somewhat new aliens. And then occasionally I'll watch The Mentalist when it, whenever it's back on. <laughs> Is right, it so Castle, I, like my edgy, right? I got my edgy TV show. Isn't The Mentalist gone? No, it's back. It's never going to end. It's just going to frustrate you forever. The Mentalist is still on it's with that fucking guy? I love yes. him. Yes. Simon Baker. Yes. But primarily, it's nothing but Home and Garden stuff. Fucking Mentalist is still on. It's, been on. it's like going on 20 years. It's been on, I think there's six season now. Six, six? or seven. No, six. 16th. That's been around since the Schindler's List. <laughs> well, then they're, they're never going to find Hitler. Simon Baker. What a great guy. <laughs> yeah. I love Simon Baker. He's great. Great. Yeah, did you see Margin Call? No. Boom. Good flick. That's that's the kind of movie we should be getting in theaters. And, and, and the only way to see it is like on VOD. Congratulations. It was in theaters. Like for a fucking hair's ass. Most movies are in the theater for a fucking Margin hair's Call. Ass. Great movie. A lot of hey, hits. Chud Readers. Don't go see this fucking zombie movie. Whatever you're dumb watching. Watch World Margin Z, Call. You watch, love that movie. Watch, not, no, not that one. Like, like fucking... You know, like whatever dumb movie's coming out Amazing. this week. Whatever. Don't go see that zombie movie. I mean, not, not the World one War I Z. Love, that's not a zombie movie. I'm, I'm saying, like, <laughs> instead of championing, no, instead of championing bullshit like The Room, or fucking, you know, those stupid fucking retarded movies, watch watch Margin Call or watch Too Big to Fail. Watch something with a brain. Spoken like a true old person. Fuck. <laughs> Give Motherfuckers! Forty going on fucking fifty-eight. Forty going on amazing because I fucking watch everything. I get it. I get deep in it. Dante's I have this like, cove. I can watch <laughs> from the producer of Grizzly Park. Boom! His, his advice. <laughs> That's a low blow. That is a low blow. But it's true. They took man. that. They didn't take that movie away from me in the editing room. They took me that movie away from me in the script writing process. <laughs> I try to be a low blow, but you you here's fucking, the dirt on you, Grizzly you love, Park. You love that kind of shit. <laughs> you weren't trying to, but you you kicked him I'll right in the ass. That's but, no but Grizzly. You, I don't you have and it. me, we love that kind of stuff. Why are you like turning your back on the room? Is the no. worst shit ever. No, like that that kind of genre film. People like, that like worship that kind of stuff are just trying too hard to find something about to the champion. Room. I'm talking about like 
like a Grizzly Park or like a, a no, creature no, no. film. Gri- there's no reason to love Grizzly Park. But, but I'm saying, you know, like, saying like creature films. Like why? Why are you? No, that's your back fine. On that? But I'm saying is, is like, but go see there's so much call. merit in a, in that kind of a movie. Like go that see, move. That movie kind of keeps your palate kind of rebooted a little. Go bit. see Margin Call. Also, go see Morven Caller. Yes. But these people, these are the same people that are like upstream color adopters. Like they're going to watch that, which is you, fine. It's a cool movie. It's you fine. saw it? It's hard to watch, but it's good. I mean, I, I appreciate what Shane Carruth is doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's not, I'm not, I guess I'm not smart enough to totally get it, but sure. either way, but I love that. But the, the thing is, is like, why aren't people embracing movies like that? Like I was actually kind of like, I, I was what's, something recently. I, I, I bought it immediately on iTunes when it came out. Storytelling. <laughs> <laughs> the next movie I'm really excited about is that Ricky J documentary. That oh, looks yeah. fucking badass. I like Ricky J. But I, you know my did I tell you that, did I do we talk about this in the last podcast what my favorite movie of the year is so far? Uh uh-uh. uh. Sound City. If the if the year ended today, number one film for me is Sound City. I don't know. David Grohl documentary. Mm. It's amazing. Best movie of the year. Everyone should uh, see it. Uh, Steve, you would love it. No, I, you tell me I would like it for one thing only. No, no, the McCartney stuff is almost irrelevant. It, you love music, you love history of music. It's a, and you love Fleetwood Mac, and Fleetwood Mac's very big a part of this. You actually find out, I mean, I'm, I'm sure say you know this. the story of how they were built. I'm going to say this. It, it, it happened in this room, in that room. Sound City is that studio where they record all these classic albums, and then it went out of business, and he bought the soundboard, and, the, and like the first half of the movie is a love story to the recording studio, and the second half of the movie is a love story to the soundboard, like this famous soundboard that was used. And he recreate, he bought it from the place and rebuilt it in his studio. And he had, had all these celebrity, you know, these like Josh Homie and right, right. McCartney. It's, it's, a, it's a really great movie. I heard it's good. Margin Call, though, is awesome. Here's the thing. You say people don't take chances in the theater. You say people don't spend enough time uh, championing smaller films and like kind of off-kilter films. I will say this to prove you wrong. The Crudes is almost at $200 million. that's right the crudes by the way eat your fucking words chud readers listeners this tuesday in your in your local video store see the crudes there is a series of re-releases coming out that you might want to look into in your video store yep they still have those right i don't know this this tuesday in amazon they're (laughs) re-releasing a series of weird Weird movies, like some classics and some not classics. Okay. But in these, like, tins. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really nice, really nice packaging. Each film has a digital copy, okay. which is magical. It's got, like, Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, Riddick, Chronicles of Riddick, you know, those to Pitch Black. Of course. Um, both Hulks, weirdly. Fucking Death Race, weirdly. Um, both Hulks? Uh, both the Angley and yeah. the Louis Leterrier. And then um, a, a movie by a good friend of mine called The Mummy. And then... Um, <laughs> and then Name drop. A, a good friend of mine named Stephen Summers. <laughs> and, uh, and then like four or five other ones. But they're beautiful. I, I mean, I, I, they, they're really beautiful. And they're you have priced one here? F- they're not available yet. I saw them at... Uh, I saw them though. You did where? Online? At, at that, you know that movie stop place where they put the new releases and like next week releases you could look at? Okay. Fucking no. awesome. Like And Big Lebowski... And, so uh, you like it because the tins pretty? I love it because the tins. I love it because the digital copies. Yeah. And I, I love it because you know I still I still appreciate new release day. It's yeah. still a special day. Of course. It usually happens in your bedroom now or at your office com- computer, but it's still a special day. Or at the uh, 
the kitchen of Applebee's. Oh yeah. I can't wait. I I, I heard that they're going to be releasing private lessons. What? In, in a tin. What kind of tin? Is it? What's, a, what's on the tin, my it's friend? Come resistant. <laughs> Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> Up to a certain amount. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. Another successful podcast, I think. Oh yeah, for sure. Brilliant. All-time classic. No I'm sex advice this time around, unfortunately. No sex advice? No. Well, you know what we should do before we... Before we, we wrap it up? Before we wrap it up, we should do a quick session of, like, Mad Libs or something. Mm. What else you got? Fuck. Well, you had some idea that you wanted to drop. What was your idea? That was it. The film discussion thing. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was the idea. I was like, let's talk about something that I that I'm starting. I'm starting to. I'm, I don't really have the idea completely formed. It's just it's been bothering me, and I've been wanting to write about it, but I can't verbalize it. But I think there is something there. No, I, I think you're on something, a sort of. Um, we got some new reviews. So people did review the show on iTunes. They did listen. They did. Thank you. Some people were very nice. Some people were weren't so nice. Most people, everybody's nice. Well, sort of. I guess. I expect more. I expect perfection. So do I. Have you seen Jack Reacher yet, Justin? Yeah, you I did. did. I saw it. Yeah, you saw it. Did you go is it on DVD now? Yeah, it's been on DVD. Rosamund Pike. I, I'm watching House of Car- uh, House of Cards. I love it. Oh, Spacey. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't see it yet. Really beautiful. Really? Yeah, I was. T- I, I, I was tweeting about like the, the lighting in it is the, some of the best I've ever seen. Are you saying? I guess you're not supposed to notice the lighting in a movie, but I, for some reason, everything about it was just like it just felt perfect to me. What about uh, Kate Mara? Maybe? She's fine. She's fine. So she hasn't had a lot to do yet. But it's I'm only on like the the fourth episode right now. But my guy's on it, Michael Kelly, that guy I love. Yeah, he's an Atlanta Braves fan. We uh we tweet to, we tweet each other about the Braves. Another name drop for you, Michael Kelly, the guy. Star from the of the Adjustment Bureau and star of a movie from last week, Superman and star of House of Cards and that's all I know. Dawn of the Dead remake. That's not him. Yes, it is. He's in Dawn of the Dead. Yep. What's he play? Plays a the security guard that was a dick at the beginning. Oh he's yeah, a, he's awesome. Love him. Yeah, turns out a nice guy, a pretty good guy. That's a good movie. Saves the day, sort of. I love the. This is a good movie. I love that. I, I love that. Soccer Punch was the only hiccup with Zack Snyder. There's some people that love Sucker Punch. They're fucking idiots. I never really saw it. It's hard to get through. I was listening. Sucker Punch is the owl city of movies. You and you are you still on board with Watchmen? Or are you, is that the Blooms coming? Watchmen is still my favorite Zack Snyder movie. Really? Yeah, I Watchmen. I love Watchmen. I could watch it any time. Watchmen. Steve, what about you? No, it's Man of Steel. Watchmen bored the shit out of me. You liked it at the time when we talked about it. Did <laughs> you liked it? Nope, I hate it now. It's no Ronan. You said it was uneven, but you did like it. Well, I hate it now. It's even more uneven. You hate it, huh? No, I don't hate it. It's just boring. It's, it's not boring. It's boring, huh? It's dull if you've never gotten through the comic. Don't care about it. Comic's amazing. Could care less about it. Don't ever want to read it. Watchmen comic is a vampire weekend of comics. <laughs> Watchmen is amazing. They didn't they eh. just wait? What did I just hear about her sequel too? The Watchmen? It, not it wasn't Watchmen. It was something else. They just released like. Re, uh, you know what? Actually, um, I thought that Man of Steel was evocative of Marvels. The way the style of Marvels, that Alex Ross thing, mm. that's what I think was what I was seeing for the first time on screen was right. Marvels, you know, like that, that you know, like Could not be. Kingdom Come, which is a DC. Who's the best part of Man of Steel, by the way? I haven't seen it. So. Henry. Henry Cavill. Who else did great? Every, uh, yeah, they're all good in it. Everybody's good in it. 
Bad Chris, guy? Chris Maloney. I love him. I do love him. But what about um, I'm, Michael Shannon? I'm envious of him. Shannon, was he great? Was he in form? Shannon was excellent. Russell Crowe was excellent. <coughs> right. Kevin Costner? Excellent. Costo? Diane Lane? Okay. <laughs> woman. The first woman. They didn't have crypto in it, though. What about... Uh, <laughs> I got on my nerves. Amy, uh, Amy Adams. She was. It's not low. It's not the lowest lane that you're used to, but it's good. It's She's not bad, good. but you could tell it's the seeds. They're playing the seeds for that character. Oh, yeah. There's one ridiculous thing in the movie involving her, but I just have to let it slide. Supergirl. Don't tell me. Is that what she breaks? How, oh, how was the bat? Song? His his second command, Michael Shannon. Was she good? She's good. Yeah. She's. What's the name of the lady from the first one? The girl. Susanna. Not Susanna York. What about the the, the, York was the his mother? What about the other guy, the big guy? Was he in it? No, I forgot no, her name. No. Yeah. But there was a muscular fuck. There was a giant guy. He's like 12 feet tall. Mm, Superman? In the original one? No, in the Man of Steel. There's that giant, that really muscular one of his cronies. Oh, he was playing... Um, don't was know he, his name. It was that, that bearded one from don't the original know his, one. Yeah, don't know his name. I forgot his character. I forgot. It's by Michael something, I think. Mm. Oh, well. Don't know his name. I mean, the character? Don't know that, Steve. Don't know that. Character was Claude. <laughs> I don't know. I've forgotten his name. So Justin, um, you're gonna go see Man of Steel this week. Yep. What's the next big one? Lone Ranger. I think so. That's fuck. You're excited about that? Sort I'm not. Ex- I'm not excited about I it. Fuck you. Like Vermin- fuck you. Pinsky. Turkey. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, Give me old Huckabuck. There's got to be something before Man of Steel because that's July 3rd. That's my birthday, folks. Don't forget. Don't forget. Big one. No, it's a oh. dog shit one. 40 fun. Nothing. It's a right nothing. You, oh, bro. the other big movie is the White, Ho- White, White House Down at the Heat. which will, The Heat's going to be a huge hit. Huge hit. I saw... Um, I Pacific did go see Rift. the other White House Down movie. I love it. You didn't like it, did you? I thought I, it was okay. I love it. Cole Hauser? I know, but what they do to him, man. Barely in it. Heroic. I know. Dead. Yep. Butler's awesome. Yeah. Who plays uh, the president? Eckhart. <laughs> Eckhart. Ashley Judd in it the whole time. I forgot about her. In spirit. Oh, so she gets taken away, doesn't oh, she? Oh, man. she's. Try- she learns how to ice skate the hard way. Who plays the vice president? Is there a vice president in that? I don't know. No, because it's Morgan Freeman plays the guy that steps up. So the right. vice president. Who directed that one? Um, Fuqua. Nice. There's some terrible effects at the beginning, for sure. But it was a low budget and it made a lot of money. So I wonder if they're going to do a sequel. Probably. The White House has fallen again. They're going to wait 20 years. Olympus Downer. Are you excited about Olympus has fallen? I mean, uh, White House Down? Not really. Are you? No. <laughs> Although I like Channing Tatum now. Yeah. I don't like Jamie Foxx that much. Oh, he's great. He's great in Django. Yes, he is, but I don't... Uh, he, I like him, but I that movie just doesn't... Yeah, of course. It's a, what, Roland Emmerich? So do, how do you feel? Do you feel... Are awful. you upset that they split Spider-Man into three movies? Am I upset about it? That they... I didn't like the they, first... The they remake. bumped Mary Jane to the third film. Um, no I, thought sh- that that, I thought that that was uh, the first... Amazing Spider-Man was really weak. Did you see it, Steve? No. Yeah, I thought it was really weak. Well, so, I don't like the character. 
I'm not interested. I'm not that interested in other ones. So now that they're making four of them, all total, I mean, no, I'm not interested. Are you? It's a boring character. Spider-Man's not boring. He's a very boring character. You're boring. It's they kind of do the same thing with him a lot, so I guess Steve's got a point. But Some stupid teenager running around shooting webs out of his arms. <laughs> Way to spoil it. Yeah, it's but boring. It's because he saw private lessons. And all he does is whine about his responsibilities. Oh, God, I can't do this. As every superhero does, and I imagine well, that Superman does it in the latest movie. Actually, he does not at all. He just shows up and you know, beats up people. Oh, there you go. And then you find out how he shaves. Ugh. Yeah, that, that's a, that's Is a that really in the movie? No. The shaving scene? Yeah, it's a troubling scene. It's just his pubes. How does he shave down there, you know? Like in Australia? <laughs> Counterclockwise? Works it around the Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> that's a better film, to be honest. Superman working around his Peterbilt. Is he a sexual being, Superman? Oh, my God. He fucks up. Is he a sexual sky. being? I don't want to spoil it, but if you stay after the credits. <laughs> He's a sexual man? He fingers Lois Lane. A sexual dynamo on a roller coaster? He fingers her. Never heard to stand before my place. 